Um, the, the thought of this teaching this morning is very heavy in my heart. And um, I want you to listen carefully this morning. Um, may I start by, by saying I want to, as a, as a, as a means of refreshing our memories as to our teaching last Sunday, thank you Lord. Your word is blessed this morning. We reverence you. In Jesus' name. You know, when you sang this song this morning, El Shaddai, God came to Abraham when he was 90 years old. 90 years old, was an old man. Why did God come to him at 90? Because he wants to assure him that though the word he spoke to him at 75 hasn't happened yet, it will happen. He came to assure him that he's not working on his own timetable. That what he did. Because the promise came at 99. He came to him at 90 to assure him, but he didn't tell him when it will happen. He says, what? what? Because sometimes when you think that God's word is not coming to pass, there's a tendency to misbehave and seek other means. That what God may know. Be perfect at my promise. Don't, don't doubt my word. I spoke to you at 75 that you'll be the father of how many nations? But at, 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 at 90, that was how many years afterward? Uh, 15 years afterward, the word hasn't come to pass. And who promised it? Almighty. And he knew that the heart of men can falter. He said, hope the friend makes the heart sick. But when it comes, at 90, God returned to him and said, Abraham, my word still stands. And at 99, it came to pass. God is El Shaddai. And that's why we call him El Shaddai. See, this morning, I don't care how, how long it takes. But as long as we keep following him. Amen. This morning, church. Amen. You know, yesterday I was teaching, I was praying. And I said, God can't break his law in prayer. He can't break it. So I don't care who, who the anointer is. Jesus, you know, sometimes the way we've been groomed in the church, we've been groomed not to believe scriptures. It's, it's, it's just there. I remember this morning. Jesus says, take no thought for what? Alright, when you pray to God, why are you praying through? To who? To God. And he says, take no thought for your life, what you eat or drink. And began to give illustrations about, he's showing you in practical terms, how God is acting in providence in his creation. He's the one that made the grass. He says, they don't lack anything. They have, they come out the outside, they have the, the thunder, that's why it will always thunder. Is the means of God. How many of you know that it's true thunder and, 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 and nitrogen? Um, you know, how many of you did that because you're... So when, when there's thunder, actually it's for, the, it's for the sake of the plants. That's how they synthesize to eat. So you didn't know. 
So yeah, that's it. So go and read. See, when thunder strikes, it mixes with um, with 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 nitrogen and produce nitrate. And so that's how they eat. So God is the one. So thunder is is plants food. So when 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 you get, he said that God is feeding the plants. No, no, that's that's the truth. That's the reason for feeding them. So he says, look at them. Do they do anything? No. They are so glorious. He says, look at the, the flowers. How many of you see flower and it's beautiful? Sometimes you're passing the street, you see flower, you, you pluck one and it's meant two of us. Jesus said, it is God that made it so. He said, if God so clothed, if God so what? And you know, everything you're so looking for in this earth is to be clothed. Is that true? Every kind of thing you're doing, all the prayer, you know, when you call for prayer to make it, People will troop. You know, I was in a prayer point. Uh, I'm in a place when, when Stafalake was in, in the hospital. And we're doing normal Wednesday prayer at the place. I'll mention the place. Everything they were asking for is things. Every song is things. And, and that's not really prayer. Amen this morning. Amen. And he said, Your heavenly father. So the heavenly father. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he knows. Mommy, he is. You know, you know what, what faith really is? Believing the word. The reason there is no faith much in the church because the church know not much of the word. That's the truth. The reason there is no much faith in the, in the church because the church knows less of the word. And so because there is no faith based on the word, there is faith based on men. That's why it says, Paul says that, 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 that faith of men will not rest in man's the, your faith can likely rest in man's wisdom. First Corinthians 2 verse 5. But our faith will rest in what? The power of God, which is the word of God. So Jesus that has promised to give us said, don't bother. Remember he was talking to his disciples. When he climbed the mountain, he says his own came to him and when he sat down, he began to teach. So he was talking to people who were born again because those ones were cleansed by what? The word. He said, you are being cleansed by the word I have spoken to you. So our Lord said to us, Mommy, this is the principle in the Christian. Except you are not a Christian. Except the Jesus you are calling is not the Jesus of. And most times, they are Jesus not of the Bible. Do you know that? Yes. He said, this is the principle. He says, your heavenly father know it. You have need of these things. But this is the method by which the church is blessed. Seek it first. So to seek it first. Seek it first. Who said that? Maybe you don't understand. Who said that? He said that in connection to your material needs, true or false. He said, but he says in the kingdom. So say in the kingdom. Okay, say in the church. You know, sometimes it's just good you understand and you know it. You know what they said to them? He says, the people of the world lord it over themselves to lead. How many of you know that today in Nigeria, there's lording, there's politicking, there's scheming, there's... How many of you know right now? Right now, there are, there are over 50 people that have declared for... I thank God for them. I thank God. I put my prayers. The Lord will, in the midst of their confusion, raise himself a servant. You know, the person that God will throw up, by the grace of God, will, they, they, they won't know how he will come up, but somehow, in their midst, God will raise his own. Amen this morning. Amen. He said, but in the kingdom, they want, now you see, so, so upside down. 
Say upside down. He says in the kingdom, the, the means to become leader is not Lord. You must start sweeping the church. Amen. Fortunately, is it making sense? You know, sometimes we come to church with worldly wisdom. I want to superimpose that wisdom on the word and find a way that the word will support that pattern. That's why people scheme to be leaders in church. That's what some people say. Okay, since since they, they, they didn't make me any steward, I will not serve. Uh, he says, He that is faithful in what? Will be faithful. He is faithful in much. So he says, In the world, they love it, but in the kingdom, also in the kingdom. Now, can God break his word? Your prayer can't break his word because he can't deny himself. So sometimes the Lord is saying, I have, I have blessed you, but you've not seen the principle in my word. So what is the principle for blessing? Seeking the kingdom and his righteousness. Now, what does that mean? He says, and, and these things are the word. So God has them in store. They're just an addition to something that is being done. So pray all you can, pray all you will. If your life is not corresponding to scripture, if it comes, it's not from God. That's why it says it is the blessings of the Lord. That means the blessings of others. Yes. Yes. This morning. That's why it says it's the blessings of the Lord that make it and add. So everyone that has sorrow is not the Lord. That means there are many that will, that will come not from. Do you know how many people today are rich? They're not from God. So if Jesus said, now I, I just love that. He says, seek it first, my kingdom and his word, righteousness. What, 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 what does it mean? To seek the kingdom means to be God-minded. Amen. Hallelujah this morning. His righteousness means living right, living like he expects you to live. Because your life actually alone is his mirror. When you, when you are inclined to the Lord, when you are drawn to him, he takes glory in that. And when you live like that, when you are kingdom minded, when you're, you're, the, 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 the center of your Christianity is driven to love him. You know what happened when Jesus Christ used the parable of parents to describe God? There are sometimes I give my daughter something out of Babebe, two of us. God doesn't do Babebe. You eat that bar or you can't. Amen. There's no middle point. So you can't, you can't, you, you can't. So, so I can, that's why some prayers I can't pray it. Now receive, receive. The people that say receive are not in the place to receive from. They can receive from you. I'm asking myself, no, God says so. He says, this is the principle. Seek ye first God's kingdom. So you can't be double-minded believer and think you receive anything. No scripture now. Let he not who is somebody think. Am I preaching this morning? I'm just trying to, to start this morning. Because this is the church of God. You see, the church is the pillar and the ground of not like hope, 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 hope. so you just need to know it so that what becomes you see prayer becomes easy when you know this 
So, Uluwa, would you rather? You know, it's, it's, it's a talk of people who are ignorant of what scripture said. John 14, 13, 14. It says, What is what you ask the Father in my name? So, the person whose name you're asking from has told you the key. And said, No, I don't want your key. I want to follow what's, what has been taught over time. Who is this? You know the key, bro, Philip? Seeking God's kingdom. Never stand behind when, when it comes to obeying God's word. Don't hide yourself in the band when people are risking their lives. Don't, don't say it's their own. When people are giving from, from the meager that they have just to honor God. Is anyone that sees beyond man is God. But God has the best interest for every of his child. But the reason there's a pastor is to teach you the principles and the ways of God. So this one I'll let you know that God wants to answer your prayers. But he has principles he has laid down for the church to walk in. So when they came to Abraham and said, Abraham, walk before me and be perfect. That means God requires you to walk for me. What? See, it's that perfection that you are pressing into the kingdom. Now, the perfection is not, is not, is not full in that sense. It's what? It's progressive. So you are, pro, you are said to be progressively making progress in God. So if you have, if you have been reading one verse in a day, you see, if you have not grown from that in the last two years, you have been stunted. Let me say it again. You know, you don't, it, it, so I'm, I'm bringing you home. How many of you read Bible on your own? No, no, don't raise your hands up because I'm going like this. So don't, don't. If you are not reading more than one verse, now so don't go there at all. Amen. You are endangering your life. Amen. Job said, Oh Lord, I have esteemed thy word more than a word. That means if. You know, small to woman right now. I don't know what she's doing with them. Um, what's it called? That thing they watch. What I think she's watching on the phone. Fairy tales. You know fairy tales. I don't know the fairy. I don't know what it is. But she will go and steal. No, is it still? Yes, she will steal my. There's a phone she used for class. Don't move steal it. Sometimes she sleeps around two a.m. because she can't sleep without watching one fairy tale. Fairy tale. Fourteen angels. Rangers. Angels. For teenagers, how many of you know that something also does you that if you don't do it, you won't rest. If that phone is on your hands five minutes, you like you are dead. True or false? And the thing you are doing with it is anything useful. True or false? You know you are wasting your time. True or false, George? So how many of you have read Bible one verse in the last? You make it a habit to read at least one verse. That's one one chapter, one verse a day. No, don't raise your hands up. But the Bible says, I have esteemed. So if you're not doing that, you are far from God. Someone say, far from God. No, it's good. You, know. you see, sometimes people seem to be, to hear the truth. God says, if you don't seek after me, forget me. Is that what he said? 
He says, draw near to me where you can find me. He says, I will draw near to him that draws what? Now, it's not foul, it's with them. But see, it becomes real to those who come in the world. Because when you get to the world, you find him there. That's what it means. So it doesn't matter how much you pray, what prayer you pray, no. If it's not based on the word, forget it. You know, sometimes we think God is emotional. When you cry, it's good to cry. It, 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 it is tension. <laughs> God, I have waited. You have a long way to... You know, when you feel that, when you cry, so, in fact, someone that like a song, it's called Omiju for me. It means the tears of my eyes. You know, it makes you feel religious. At the supposed all along, as soon as he so go, and in fact, some churches that they cry to God, it's, it, it's, it's a pattern. It's, it's a crying church. It's true, I'm not joking. They cry to show their, um, and the way they are close to God. So the more you cry, the more you are closer to God. It's not crying. I see God, when Abba finished crying, just my daughter coming to me and she's crying. Daddy, I want to tell you something, and she's crying, crying, crying. I said, okay, when you, when you are done, let me know. How many of you have seen that Jackson, Jackson, people should cry in his concert? How many of you have seen that when he flicks his jacket, people, people fall down? So it is not the falling or the crying that makes your worship up to God. It's your heart. So God wants us to go beyond sentiment, and enter the world. And that's what the church is meant for. And when God comes in the church, He begins to break the barrier of the flesh. And begin to cleanse us from the spirit. And brings us into Himself. He was angry at them. He would say to them, Are you this, this blockheaded? That's what you say. I keep saying this same thing to you, but you don't understand how long, how much more will I, and you have done it for three years. For a man to teach adults for three years and they don't understand it means something is wrong. That means the mind of God is yet for men understanding him. So he came to Abraham. Abraham, at 75, I told you I will bless you. At 90, I have not failed. And at 100 or 99, I will come. And he says, I'm El Shaddai. God is El Shaddai. And God promised a thing. He's able to do it. You know, sometimes when we, when we ask for some things from the Lord, we think it's difficult because of our human circumstance. But the faith of God takes us into the realms of God and helps us generate that trust that we have in Him. So when we sang El Shaddai, that's why we worship you. He's El Shaddai. It's called El Elyon. God Most High. I love that. Someone say Most High. Say Most High God. Most High God. This morning is higher than every challenge we face. And all thinking that you come close to Him. All you see that you start refining your heart by the word. You start putting God's word in your heart. Let his promise begin to stay there. My son, I tell to my words, incline your ears to my saying. He says, keep my words in the midst of my heart. He says, let them look around. He says, for their word, they are life to those that find them and held. What is life? The word. The word. You see, it's God's word that keeps hope alive in us. 
is God's word that 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 that, 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 that keeps us going and generate the, the divine hope that brings faith ultimately to pass in our lives. God is El Elyon and He's El Shaddai. And He wants the church to know that. He wants the house, to, He wants everyone to know that and progressively learn of Him. And this one will learn of the Lord in the few times we have. El Elyon, God most high, Jesus Christ. You are Elyon in Israel. Now Israel means, means the church. But that is not to, to, to say we are talking about a replacement theology. The church hasn't replaced Israel. Israel has a place in God. But the church right now is a spiritual Israel of God. In the age of the Gentile being coming into the fold. But God is El Elyon. It's far higher. Far higher and far superior. Thank God for God's holiness and love this morning. El Elyon, God most high, Jesus Christ, you are Elyon in Israel. Amen this morning. Last week we were discussing the order of salvation. Or the 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 um uh, technology I, I mentioned it last, last last Sunday. And uh, as the Bible this morning, um, our service for the 29th of May will be an interesting service. I won't tell you right now how to be interesting. Is it 29th? Yeah. 28th of May, it's a Sunday, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I won't tell you how or in what way, but expect something interesting that Sunday. Amen. Now, who who can remember the the order of the of the of the teachings or the theology that, that I gave last Sunday? Who, who remembers? Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to ask you again. All right. You know, sometimes when we come to church, we just think we come to pastor. No, we come to learn. So it's a learn. If you find out that there's more about teaching in the Bible than anything else. Paul said, two, two, about 2 verse 2 is the things that I've taught you me to faithful men who will be able to what? So they said, teaching. Matthew 9 verse 35 36, and he went through all their towns and villages teaching, preaching, and healing. And the place where they teach is a classroom. In fact, the idea in Matthew 20 verse, from verse 20 is about, is about Bringing people as pupils, making disciples means make them pupils. So, so we come to church. We are coming as a as students of the word. So, as you come, you take note and then you learn something to add to your faith. So they ask you, "How was service?" You say, "Wow, how's it going today?" Ah, service was great. What did you learn? The word came. What came? Anointing was strong. How was it strong? Ah. You were not there. How? I wish you were. Guess what? In all the things have been said, nothing has been said. 
but it sounds like something is being said. But Jesus thought, and that's why you must come with the heart of learning. And see, as I teach in church, I also learn. It's okay this morning. So, what do I say this morning? All right. What's the first part? What does it mean? All right. Okay, no, no, no. So that you now, see, sometimes this is not people hiding. I'm not, it's a police hiding. You know, you know, all right, come, give me back from that. Come, no, I know you can't because you're putting your Praise God, mommy. You said something, yes. Hold on, histology. Okay, don't you hear it? It's a thought, it's a thought. You can't, you know, it's a thought, it's a thought, it's a thought. Theology, good, okay, yes, Bible, yes, ma'am. Good. Okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, 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 of angels. Okay. No, 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 no. That one is angelology. Yeah. All right. Good. Sin. Yes, ma'am. Yes. 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 Please, George. Please put your hands together for her. Amen. All right. It's okay. All right. She has tried. Some people looking like this now, they are looking like, like they can do it, but call it now. You say, you tell me that I'm supporting her. From what she has said, we have said the same thing. You want to say anything? Praise God. So the first thing, all right, is what? Bibliology. And it means the study of the Bible. No, the first, no, the first is bibliology. That's the first one. All right. Uh, no, it's the first one. It's okay. It's okay. You add your hand. No, you're the first one. See, it's okay. All right. Now. Get this clearly? When the church is arguing with pastor, that means something has happened. <laughs> when the people say, Pastor, you are wrong, I, I, I will resign for you, Zachary. <laughs> so he said, No, he's, he's, he's theology. No, we will teach you that. He said, Why I taught you? Let me tell you what I taught you. Amen. But it's right. All right. The first one is what? Because until the Bible, you can't understand theology. So the first one is. Bibliology, it means the study of scriptures. And, and what we didn't learn there, the Bible is in every Bible is real, Bible can be understood, Bible is the revealed word and inspired word of God. It's not the words of men. Until that foundation is established, faith can't be built. You can be swayed by every idea you find in the world, but when you understand that the Bible is hundred percent inspired by God, they came from men. That's the basis on which everything in faith starts. Amen. Second one is what? And it means the study of third one is work. The study of fourth is work. Alright, the study of and how is it spelled? Because the word is a Greek word, which means Numa. Numa means breath or spirit. Alright. So it means the study of the holy. That means all these things are things you must have an idea. Because when you look at them, it covers the Bible. You see, you can't really have faith outside the knowledge of God. Amen? Amen. Now imagine you are, because if you study this, actually each one will take one year to finish. So if I bring this, what time do you have to bring the commander to judge? When will have enough time for the word? What time do you have to judge? You know, we, 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 we need all the time. In fact, when you stay on the word, you can't finish it until Christ comes. Amen this morning? Was it 51? 
Okay, we say it's biblical word because 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 man is not a product of of science or evolution. So we call it biblical. What's the next one? It means the study of words. What's the other one? Yeah, the study of what? Salvation. Or are you following? All right, what's the other one? The study of what? The church. And then the last one? The study of next time. Now, in the last class, or service, no, it's okay, it's okay. We, I placed angelology after ecclesiology. Um, but it can also be after pneumatology. Depends on where. But when you place it under pneumatology, now this, this it sounds strange. It's not a medicine we are doing, but it's just God's word. It's because in the order of creation, angels were made before men. On that premise, you can put it after the spirit. But when you come in the order of redemption, you can put it after the church. Because Hebrews 1 for says, For angels are what ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those that be heirs of salvation. But well, whatever you put it, it doesn't um, um, make a major difference. But um, I want us to know that properly in our hearts so that we can um, start thinking. So when you start studying the Bible, when you see a thought, you know, on Tuesday or Thursday we were studying Romans, and we came to part of sin, what did I say? Now, for someone who, is, who loves the Bible, you say, wow, this is hermatology. All right? Not for anything, but at least it shows you that in every point of the scripture, you find something to learn. You know where these things are, and then it begins to make it make Bible study world meaningful and interesting to us. But this morning, we want to make quick progress in our study of God. And we began some months ago um, that God wants to reveal Himself to man, and in particular to the church, because until we know God. We cannot be strong. The reason there's so much weakness in the world today is because many people don't know God. They are in the house of God, but they really don't know God that made the house. And this is a factor of many reasons either they're not being taught or it's not being understood. And then it says it says it says it says it says they that know their God. Shall what be what? So your strength is a function of your knowledge of who? Let's say it again. Except the Bible is lying. And it's not lying. So it says your strength is what? A function of your knowledge of God. And it says he that fails in the days of adversity, his strength is small. It means, it means actually the reason you fail is because you don't know enough of God to put your trust in him. So true strength begins with the knowledge of God. And that's why every believer must come to a point in his life where he wants to truly know him and become strong in God. Um, um, this morning we'll be talking about the attributes of God. I'm not beginning from there. Um, but like I said to us, God has revealed himself to man through many means. The first one I showed us was God revealed himself to man by true what? True nature. Romans 1 from verse 18, that was, we see that God revealed himself through it. So when you look at the sky, the sun, the moon, the stars, the Bible says these things are what revealing to us the, who God truly is. Also, it's God that God revealed himself to man through his names. 
So when you hear the word El Shaddai, it means God is saying, I am almighty. So we know that God by nature actually has all power. It's all powerful. When you hear the word Jehovah Jireh, it means God says, I am the God that word that provides when he encountered Abraham on the Mount of Moriah. So all these names, as we see, Shalom, Shalom, our peace, Jehovah Nisi, our banner, all these are encounters of the manifestation of the revelation of who God is. So God really wants to show us who He is, so that our faith will be built absolutely on Him. Amen. This morning, and then we also say that God reveals Himself through His attributes, and then lastly, He reveals Himself through Christ. But this morning, I want to start with the first attribute. I'm going to read Isaiah chapter number 6, verses 1 through 8. That will be our text scripture for this attribute of God that I want us to look at this morning very quickly. And I'm happy to talk about this attribute first because it's very important to our faith, Isaiah 6. As our text scripture and i'm starting from the attribute of god that is holiness so the holiness so the holiness as we go in this teaching this morning it will get clearer to us in jesus name Amen. and the holiness of god means his his transcendency and his moral uprightness because God is holy and God is untainted in his judgment and his decision we can have hope and have faith because of the holiness of God we can actually and truly hold on to God that everything he has promised he will keep his holiness actually is the basis for our 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 being in him and our hoping that everything he has said to us, both now and in the hereafter, will surely come to pass. Because God's holiness sets him far apart from every being on earth. You know, as I start this morning, I want to turn over to Hebrews 6. When the word comes to your heart, the holiness of God, it means the distinguished nature of God the separateness of God from all things and on the basis of that separateness his being his essence is subsumed in it you see Hebrews 6 if you read from verse 12, it says that ye be not slothful but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made the promise to Abraham, because he would not swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessings I will bless thee, and multiply I will multiply thee. And so after he had really endured, he obtained the promise. For men barely swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Uh, 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 but wherein God willingly more abundantly to show unto the heirs of the promise, the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath. 
that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation. Hold on. That means the reason we have a strong consolation or a strong assurance is because God cannot and the reason cannot lie because of his holiness. So the understanding of God's holiness is the base on which every assurance for us is hinged. Alright. Isaiah chapter 6. Can we turn everybody? Let's read from verse 1 through 8. Isaiah 6, verse 1 through 8. And then I'm going to run. I'm in the thoughts this morning because I, I intend to finish this because there are over 20 attributes that we want to take. So if I take each one per, per week, that means we have it 20 weeks. All right. But but I'm trusting God to see how we will be helped to go through this um by the grace of God. Isaiah chapter 6. Are we all there this morning? Yes. All right, let's read from verse 1 together. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims, each one had six wings, with twain he covered his face, and with twain covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, and the whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of unclean people. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a life cord in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from the of the altar. And he said, and he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thy iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here I am, send me. Read. Now this is a story about Isaiah, who had been prophesying before this time. But the tandem of his prophecy when he saw the Lord. And until he saw the Lord, he never knew how woeful he was. But he had been prophesying before chapter 6. And when he saw the Lord, his life changed. But he saw the Lord not as anything else, but as the God who is what? Holy. He had never seen God in that light. He had known God in all dimensions, but there's a part of God that when men see, they dread Him. There's a part when men see, it reveals their sin. How I told Isaiah that he was a sinner. You did not tell the prophet of God. Oh, man of God, you are a sinner. He might curse you. That touched no my anointed. But that which no man can do when he saw God in his word, in his holiness, his sin was exposed to him. His fault became glaring to him. His inadequacies became obvious to him. And he fell as one dead. But thank God, the purpose of God revealed to us that his holy is not for condemnation. 
but it's for salvation. Amen this morning. Amen. But let me teach this morning that the word holy in the Bible, there are two words. One in the Greek, one in the Hebrew. The one in the Hebrew are two in nature. One is Kodesh and one is Kadosh. Both of them simply means something separate, something consecrated, something different, and something far. Amen? So when they said holy, it means this is separate. This can be mixed. This is special. It's in a class of its own. It can't be mixed with others. By nature it can't. It stands aloof from all. And the Greek word is hadios. And it means consecrated. And something that is morally untainted. Are you hearing me? So the morally untainted. That means it cannot be befaulted. So when you say this thing is holy, it means it's on, it's flawless, unfaultable. When it says it, it is, it, it is, if you say this is black, it's what? You can't find injustice in it. There is nothing that one can do or say that can diminish from the nature of that thing. When we say holy, holy, holy is the Lord, it said faultless, pure, and untainted is God. So God showed him a part of him that is untainted so that when God acts in any way, it can be said that God is, is evil. Because there can't be anything evil with God in his word, holiness. When God says a word to you, even when you don't understand what he has said, if he spoke it in his holiness, it will come to pass the same way he has said it. God is not a man that he should lie. Why can't he lie? He can't lie because he says, I am a holy God. Amen? So God's holiness is important for our faith and our work with him on earth. Let me read this morning from my note a little and I will expound as I make progress. The holiness of God is central and exclusive to the person of God. Holiness is intrinsically an attribute that belongs to God alone. That's why you can't call him any his holiness. So when they call Pope his holiness, they, are, they, are, they, they, they don't understand anything. Pope knows he's not holy. Amen? Amen. Christ says, don't call anybody father. And he says so. Yes, he says so. Don't call anyone holy. If I say that's not holy. So holiness is an, is an exclusive attribute that belongs. So when man begins to say, this man is holy. I don't care what they are trying to do. Some is, is to honor the person or to, to differentiate him from others. Alright? If he's holy, there's most 
Is that most holy? No. There's most reverend. There's reverend, very reverend. So it's just to, to be fresh. And then there is his grace. You can't be his grace. You can't. I don't care what. I, you, you can't be his grace. If you understand what it means, you won't agree. If I were the Archbishop, I despise his grace. I won't take it. Don't call me his grace because I know who the grace is. I'm saying to you, I was call me. If you want Jesus, if, yes, there's one God's eminence. Do you understand that? This is God. I don't know what how men. I don't, I, I don't know what men think. And when the God, you see, they begin to assume a talker of God. Have you ever thought of it? If I'm his eminence, I will look like eminence. That's why I wear good. You know the kind of crown the Pope wears and how much it costs? Do you know the ring they carry? Because it must it must portray a similitude of God. So men have set men up for destruction. It's only a matter of time. When Herod began to speak because he built the temple, they said it's the voice of God. And, and I don't know what are God has been so much in our day. So how can men be his eminence? How? Even if the council say eminence, can't you say no? And even if it's a culture, when you get there, you say, stop calling me. He can say it. Happy? At least our government in, in Lagos State said, don't just, that should be called His Excellency. Do you have it? Call him Mr. Governor. That's his appellate. Our project pilot. His name is Mr. Governor. He says, don't call me His Excellency because I am not. I don't know what's wrong with men. You know, you know it's, it's power. Men, men love it. Our father in the Lord, Daddy. You know, some people, me and I'm Daddy. I'm not your Daddy. I'm a servant of God. There's one small girl. She's called Mama. She's prophesying. She's about eight, no, 20 something years old. Have you seen her? No, they call her Mama. How is that girl your Mama? It's, it's, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just. So you can't call me. Now you call me. Call me Papa. Me. You can't call me Papa. If you call me Papa, I'm working. Say Papa. Papa, when you say sir, you see your hands will be yes, and I'm happy. You say excuse. Holiness. The reason people don't understand that was because it's used to men. So we now identify holiness to men. So when when, when it says God is holy, you see holiness. Someone that's married in church. Okay, two of us. You know, you don't have anyone. The reason we don't understand that because it will become an appellation given to men mortals. Something that is an exclusive of God. So holiness is an intrinsic attribute that belongs to God alone. For he's the only one that is untainted and flawless in his judgment. And he can't be flawless today and become and be flawed tomorrow. From age to age, he remains untainted. That's what we can hold his word to be true. I was young, now I'm old, I have never. Why is that true? Because he that said it is holy. Until we understand the holiness of God, we can't be strong, we can't do exploit. Because every time we see difficulties, we run away. Because we don't know the nature of he who has promised. Are you feeling this morning? The reason the knowledge of God is softened or not talked about as it should by some, sometimes it's because the holiness of God is traumatic to men. The reason church 
don't talk more about God's holiness because when they say it, it's traumatic because it begins to reveal how sinful they are. You know, when people begin to, to deconstruct as gays in the world today, it's because they are, they're not able to contain that gayful sin. So because they feel somehow, how they justify that attitude? We can't do it in the mainline or in the mainstream sense. So let's, let's deconstruct to become a liberal Christian. You know the reason? Because God is holy. So why is His holiness not talked about? It's because so some is traumatic. And it's all traumatic to the unholy. The holiness of God convicts, sets the fact that there is a moral standard by which God will judge men. So once you understand that, you must, you must start living what? Right. So when God appeared to Abraham, he says, walk before me and be what? So the church ought to be walking in perfection with God. You and I. Because of God's holiness. In fact, it says, be you holy as I am. It means you can't keep cheating on your wife. It means you can't keep cutting corners. The nature of God in you does not leave room for that. So when we begin to see God as holy, it becomes a standard by which everyone is what is measured. So we know that there's a moral standard for judgment, ultimately. So when you don't want to be judged, what do you do? You discard God. There is no God. But church, there is a what? There is God. And not just a God, the God Almighty. Let me tell you this morning, Philippians 1, 27 and 28, quickly. Let me run. You see, uh, there, there are about 21 of the attributes that we will take. Why do we take them? Because it gives us a proper picture of who God is. So when we come to worship, when it comes to our life, we will know exactly. So when man begins to come against the faith, presenting God in a way that he is not, you will, you, will, you, you, will, you will use this world standard as a defense. You know, sometimes when men on earth say there's no God as it is, you know why they say that? Because somebody has said that to their ears. They have no fact. So we ask them, how do you come to believe this? What proof do you have? No proof. I was told. I said. That's why even you as a Christian, when it comes to arguments about the faith, you can't you know why because you don't know who God really is. So you start calling pastor. Pastor, we are arguing now. Why is God better than 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 Satan? It happened before. We are calling it the, that they are arguing that if I they put it on speaker, pastor, fire them. After I fire you in church, you use you use fire to kill the fire, and you are calling to the fire outside. So I mean, my, 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 my phone was not was reachable. What do you do? You put it in the place. Sometimes when you find you outside, you say, don't worry, you meet another day. Like Paul. Say, Pastor, I have a question though. I'm just studying something. I don't understand. It's a lie. How is angels and, and demons? Where, where did they come from? Somebody says. And that's why in church, we must come to a place of learning. Philippians 1. See what it says. Only be sure, I read from the Amplified Version of the Bible this morning. Only be sure, sir, Philippians 1 27 28. Only be sure to lead your lives 
in a manner that will be worthy of the gospel of Christ. Now note that. So that whether I do come and see you or remain absent, I will hear about you that you are standing firm in one spirit and one purpose with one mind, striving side by side as if in combat for the truth of the gospel. Now hold that. Next verse. And in no way, in no way be, be alarmed or be, be intimidated in anything by your opponents. For such constancy and fearlessness in your part is a clear sign, a proof and a seal for them of their impending destruction and judgment. Now hold on. If your righteous standing can become a token of judgment to others, how much more when God's better standing? Is revealed to the world. Paul said, he says, don't be afraid in, in when your opponents, when, when those who are not believers begins to, to speak in of you that what you think you are doing, are you claiming that we are we are we are sinners? Have you heard before? By your act of being right, sir, are, are you thinking that we are sinners? Say yes. But sometimes you're even saying nothing, it's actually judging them. So if the righteous stance of a male mortal will judge and condemn men in iniquity how much more when the when the holiness of the almighty is revealed in this church and his world the church will change you know the reason why the church is a lot of people in the church because the church no longer sees god in his holiness god's holiness is a dividing point that's how men are separated. He says, Come out from among them and be what? And separate. And I will receive you. He says, Touch not the unclean. Why? I'm the clean. So, God said here that, that, that men that live right actually judge others. So, He says, The church is a, is a point by which the world can see themselves and be convicted. The church is the mirror, is a mirror to which men see Christ. Before any man can preach, when they see the attitude of the church, it must reflect God. And it's only those that see God in His holiness that become like Him. Every morning, the holiness of God. Let me go on this morning. So, if, if man's steadfastness in righteousness can stand as judgment to others, how much more shall the holiness of God? Everyone in the Bible that has seen God at any time in His holiness, in His divine glory, has always fallen down in worship. I don't know that. The reason men don't worship God the way they should worship because they don't know God is actually holy. And Bible says, and Isaiah saw the Lord, and, and, and when he saw God in his holiness, he, he fell down as one that was one that was dead. You know, you know, written in his in his in his in his dead state. And God says, No, I'm not come to condemn you in my holiness, but I'm come to use my holiness to show you my point and my plan for redemption. And the angel went before the throne of his what? Holiness and took a tongue of fire. And put it in his mouth. And when he says, Thou, your tongue at the word has been cleansed, your sin at the word, touch. That means the, the token of redemption is the plan of God from the beginning. And it's executed because he is holy. Why did God send Christ? Because he cannot stay and cohabit with unholiness. So God says, I'm holy. If God's I'm holy, folks, he is holy. Moses saw God. Abraham saw God. 
in Pharaoh's death, Moses saw him. In Pharaoh's death, Isaiah saw him. He fell before him. John the Apostle saw him in his holiness. They all fell as men dead. Genesis number 15, verse 12, about Abraham. Exodus 3, verse 3 to 6, about Moses. Isaiah 1, Isaiah 6, 1 to 8, about Isaiah. Joshua um, chapter, chapter 5, verse 14, about Joshua. When he saw the angel of the Lord, he says, He bowed down. Every time we see God in holiness, there's, 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 there's this awe that comes. Let me run this morning. All of the attributes of God are tied to His holiness. Just as everything tied to God carries the seal of His holiness. For example, you hear the word holy love, holy grace. Everything we talk about God is tied to what? Even everything on earth we are attached to God. It's like holiness. You holy land. Why? Because it's God's land. Holy Bible. Why? Why do you think it's holy Bible? Because every time you hear the word holy, there's, there's an intrinsic knowledge that this thing is actually tied to God. And it must be what? Treated as sacred. The holy church. Holy vessel. That's what I'm coming there. So everything holy should be treated as sacred. And anytime you hear that God is holy, it means God is sacred and it demands sacredness. Marriage is honorable in all, and the bed sacred. Anyone defies the bed, it says God will what? Will judge. Let me know this morning. Now a proper Understanding of the holiness of God leads us to one. The first thing I have three points this morning. It leads us to worship. Worshiping Him as holy. Far above all, we total and absolute reverence of our whole being, giving God our undivided attention and undistracted stance in worship. We want to understand this. He needs us to worship God rightly. You know, just like I said, a time was coming when the Father seeks those that worship Him what? in spirit and in truth. What is truth? Knowing God truly happens. That God is not a, 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 is just someone that, that shows favor to anyone. But is God all by himself. No man can worship God truly without understanding God's holiness. And this is what I'm going somewhere. So we want to understand His holiness. It helps us in worship. And it makes us to know that God cannot be toyed with. We can't play pranks before Him. We can't. We, we can't. We can't be full of ourselves before Him. Why? He's sacred. He's far above the man's body. He's, he's different, he, and, and 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 He requires and demands worship. What do you think happened to Abihu and Nadab? They came before the Lord, who is holy, to offer Him what? A strange fire. And God judged them. God is not judging us today because of his of his great holy mercy and holy grace. But our understanding of God makes us come to him in absolute awe. Forgetting ourselves and paying all attention to him. You can come to God in worship, in His holiness, and 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 be and be and be absent-minded. You can't. That all of His holiness 
draws all your attention. Everything on earth is actually suspended in his presence. Because I'm holy God. You know, when people come to church and they are looking at their phones doing Facebook, you know the reason they don't know God is holy. I never know that they used to come to church with one guy and punch. Yes. You know why the people do things? Because to them, God is not hallowed. God is not sanctified. God wants you all to hallow Him. Number two, when we understand this, we, we, we come to a place where we appreciate the extent to which God the Son condescended to the nature of man. You see, you see He did not come to do that. Because it's far above. When we understand this, then, then, then we thank God that, that our blessing of redemption becomes the highest blessings we can ever have. So you know what I mean? Now sometimes we think in the church, we think that we deserve to be saved. We think that we are doing God a favor to be in church. So you can choose church as you like. This church, I don't like the way the, the place is not too cozy. <laughs> you know, this church, um, you know right now in the US and the UK, they have church scouters, like, like church agents, right now. The agents, once you move, you, you, you go to them to tell you, they ask you what church you want. I want to church. It's a business. No, don't worry. If he's not working, I'll leave my heart. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a business. So the person that scouts, you give him your list. What you want? You, I want a pastor that has power. Some of the power. Mm. He has power. He loves. There's enough car park. And he will take your list and start looking for the church that, and then he will bring you on inspection. You. It's not true. On the weekend, you take you to the church. This is the church. This one, he knows the pastor's resume. The pastor, this one has mouth. He can talk. Ah, you will lick it for I guarantee you. When the person comes, the pastor gives you the court. The person taking it there, he pays the best. That's his work for a living. That's church. If church gets to a point where you can choose where you go to because of how you feel, it means you don't know the God of the church. God is holy. God is sacred. The church of God has nothing to do with what man thinks and how comfortable you want to be. The question is, is he there? And is his word present? We begin to know what it costs Jesus the Son to come because Bible says in Philippians 2 from verse 5, it says, it says, let this man be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who though was God, but taught it not robbery to be equal with God. Wow, if I were him, I will robbery it. And some people that don't deserve to be blessed. Because they don't show, you know, they said, Omodabashiba, long way, but we didn't see any yet. He took us. Why were he here without strength? In due course, he died. You see, when we understand how holy, how, how far removed from us God is, we will appreciate our redemption in him. It will become our sole reason for coming. You see, sometimes we the reason you come to church. It's not for anything. It's just to appear for his brother and, and worship him. But this understanding begins to streamline your supposed expectation in church. You know, today men have wrong expectations based on their feelings. 
And church is not meant to please your feelings. It's meant for your feelings to align with God. Because God's word can come. At some time, it will hit you down. It will peel you off. It will comfort you. It will exalt you. It will chastise you. So if you don't want to chastise, that means once you want to chastise, you want, you want you run away. No, it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants for you. There are times that my children want something. And I know it's not time for them to get it yet. It doesn't mean that I don't love them. But when they're mature enough, I determine when they have it. So I'm not their father because, because of what they want me to do. I'm not because I determine what I do to them based on my knowledge of what is right and what is wrong. God is holy. And he's in his temple. And he says, I am far removed from you. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are far from your ways. If as the east is far from the west. You know how it fights? All those things are what? Actually metaphors. It's not strong enough to describe what God is saying. But it's something that, 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 that man can comprehend with. To describe something that is indescribable. God is holy. And everyone that worship him must understand his holiness. God says, my church... I am a holy God. Christian church, God of the Christians is one. He's holy. He's truly separate. He's transcendent and is morally untainted. Because when you understand this, some scriptures will be, will be interpreted on this light. When you hear an and, and evil spirit from the Lord, you will know that that scripture actually is not, is that, that word, that phrase, is not English. That must be a figure of what? Of speech to describe something. Because when God is holy, he can't assume anything word evil. Yes, Amen. Yes. John says, John 1 5. He said, For this is what we have of the Lord. And what you have of him. He says that God is what? Is light, and in him there is no iota of what? There's no atom of what? Of falsehood, of, of, of betrayal. God cannot betray his own. Can a mother forget her suckling? Yes. Why would God? Because he's holy. This was money. Say, yes, some can forget. But I, the Lord, will never. So let no one feel God has what? Forgotten me. For he can't forget anyone because he's holy. He said, can nation be part in one day? Big question. That's a big thing. It's impossible for a nation to exist in how many days? One. He said, but with me. Because I'm holy, a nation actually start in one day. The things you're asking God for, I'm telling you, it's just one day. One day. So it's one day. See, one day you wake up and you see it happen. He said, hope the fact make the heart sick. He didn't say if. What did he say, Pastor? When. No matter how long it takes, Abraham, I will bless with a child. 15 years after he didn't come. God says, Well, I'm not working in your timetable. But work for me, what? Because I'm holy. Another 10 years more. You know, I'm king. 18 of, of Genesis 18. You see, 18, just 18. It's not immediately. You see, in, in, in 17, it was 90. In 18, it was 99. And God came like a man. And there were angels with him. 
God will come to you when your heart is sold to Him. You don't need a prayer from a man of God. Start prayer. You see how many prayers have you prayed? How many things have you drank? That's why my assignment is not to show myself as an person who is anointed. My assignment is to present the God who is anointed to you. Say, so Abraham, at this time next year, the promise will be fulfilled now. When the time fully comes, even if you don't want it. <coughs> See, the time will come, we say, our oh, God is, is over. God said to you, I'm just. And there will be nothing you miss. You see, the, the, you miss nothing. You don't miss, ah, if it has come, no, no. There will be a retroactive joy. I don't, I don't put it. It will, it will make good. Uh, it, will, it will make up. It won't. You will. Someone help this morning. Even when you say it's over, I don't want, Lord, Lord. You know what? Everyone told me, Lord, let it well. Because, because it's not it's me, Isaac, has come. Sarah laughed. God said, if you like, laugh. You know, some others, they said that one is unbelief. If I don't be easy. Sarah laughed. He said, he said, he laughed. I didn't laugh. In fact, she won't lie. If I go, so, what does God do with lie? He kills them. This one, she lied. She lied. She laughed. He too laughed. He said, you are joking. My time has. When the time comes, sir. Even if you don't want it, you will sleep and just sit. Boom. It will come. Why? Because of the holiness of God. This understanding brings faith in our heart. God is holy. And it requires us to live as such. You understand it? This understanding makes us understand what it took Jesus to hang on that cross. He's holy. He's far from. But from eternity he had been slain. For this was his destiny. For this cause I was sent. And I destroyed the path of the evil one. Because God is holy. The third one, to understand this, it, it, to, to understand the extent he wants us to go with him in holy living. The ultimate perfection and sinlessness comes when we finally see him as he is. So God's holiness commands us to continue in living holy, aspiring, pressing forward. Don't excuse sin and say, this one is my sin. There's no sin that is your... So God is holy and he wants us to continually understand that. And he says, be holy as I am. Be separate from the world as I am. There must be a mark on your life. There must be a distinction between you and the world. There must be. If the Holy God dwells in you. First John 3, 2. He says, he says, he says, For we don't know what we shall be. But we shall see him, we shall be like him. And we shall, we shall see him as he is. We strive now in the world. But sometimes we fall. When we fall, we are meant to commit our sins. But at the time we see him, our vile body shall be what? Shall be changed. At that point, we become perfect as actually he has destined us to be. But what we do right now, we keep struggling, we keep advancing, we keep pressing to live like he is. Philippians, come 3, verse 20. And to the one, say, for our citizenship is in heaven. 
From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile, our sin, our corrupt bodies to a new one. Hallelujah. But before that happens, we must be progressively, as believers, aiming. As wives, don't so change your husband. Amen. As husbands, don't cheat your wives. Live holy. Let it be almost impossible for you to lie. Sometimes it's hard. You know what it's hard? It's, 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 it's unheard of for me to lie. Lie about what? Lie to what? For what? Can God lie? No, he can't. Amen this morning. When we talk in the Bible about God's holiness, what do we mean? One, I said earlier on, it means God's moral purity. Two, it means God's transcendency and his separatedness. God's difference. God being far. Filling the whole train. Bible says, it says he's holy and his train. Fill the temple. In fact, the angels before God can't behold him. Because the daily see his holiness. And these angels are wondering why would that God condescend to become like man? It's on it's on a hand of the angels were shouting in Luke that 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 we've seen something great. He says, he says the peace of God has come to men. Good news to us all men. For he who is the prince of peace and the most holy God has come to tabernacle with men. You are meant to be separate, you are meant to be holy, you are meant to circumcise your heart. And become separate. That's the hallmark of the life of the creature in Christ. What I says, church, don't you know that friendship with the world? You know, those scriptures have been put. It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense anymore. It is misinterpreted. The church cannot befriend the world. Beyonce cannot come and minister in church. It's an anathema. You know what I mean this morning? What's his name? This one that sings in America that says he's born again by jealousy. Can you wait? What? What has the church become? You know the reason? We've left God's holiness. You can't preach that and, and remain a pastor. Austin can't say this and, and his heart will not convict him. This word will judge him. Some folks can't say this because they'll be judging themselves. And some believers can't keep saying this because it will be judging them in their hearts. What separates us and keeps us in the line of the Spirit is our continuous appreciating and beholding God in His holy attribute. It shows us God is transcendent. Let's start this morning with God's holiness as being transcendent. It means it's high above, it's different from all else in class of his own no one dare come close and no one can come close to him except he invites him god told moses moses i'm gonna come that's why we don't take God for granted he said tell them i'm coming but let them all cleanse themselves for how many days three days let no man come near his wife the god is still the god of the new testament amen any animal that strays around, do you see that? Let him be trusted to. Everybody kept the animals at home. Nothing strays. Because the understanding of the Holy God. 
asked him this morning. They told Moses, Moses, this God is too holy. You go and hear him. Because you have found grace and favor. And do you know that every child of God who is born again actually found grace? Says they who have received what? Abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. You see, on our own, we cannot attain it. If it was given to us as a gift, that's why you can't do anything to end salvation. It's a gift. You can't be taught to be like God for some years before you can qualify to be You can't. It's a gift of God. No man can do anything. I think God is morning. The holiness of God is far from us. It's not behind this altar. It's not behind the, the veil. It's not, it's not, it's not in the Eucharist. God being there. Your, 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 your mind is, 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 is a child's mind. His holiness. God's transcendency or His holiness is the is fact that God is higher and far higher and higher and higher than any idea, than any thought, than any philosophy. And any ideology, and any education, and any explanation. So when you get stuck in finding who God is, stop and worship Him. Amen. Like I said, Proverbs twelve. It says, "For there is no wisdom, there is no knowledge." There is no counsel or understanding against God. That means you can't find God by understanding. Yeah. So when men are trying to find God, because they can't find God, they say they're atheists or diagnostics. It shows how debased they are in God. Because the first point to find God from is how does you deal themselves. You can't come with your own mindset to find God. No, you find him from how he has said you can find him. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. No hypothesis. No Darwin's story. Because that way they don't say, ah, no, it can't just be, there must be a way out. So when you think there's a way out, you find something. I thought of that. When you stay long in the thing, if it's righteous, you get it. If it's righteous, you get it. I'm saying again. If you stay so long in the thing, even if I think it's unrighteous, you find it. If it's righteous, you find it. The common principle there is determination and perseverance and persistence. Are these people in the world that persisted in doing something and they did it? Those two in the faith that stood in God also and they, and they did it. There is no understanding. God is holy. No counsel. Proverbs 30. No wisdom. No knowledge that can prevail against God. This reminds me just quickly of the Athens experience of Apostle Paul. 1 Corinthians 1 and Acts 17. Same story. You know the story in Acts? Acts 17, when Paul went to went, went to Mass Hill to preach, guess, guess what? The people who were there were the most learned in their days. They were equivalent and historics. Paul says, For by wisdom can no man know God. Because God is. I feel like singing this morning. That's why we worship you. It's a fool that says there's no God. Because we understand you, we can't find him. In Acts, Paul went to preach to them. And they were, they were trying to use wisdom to find God. You know, from Paul's discourse with them, the Athenians, these were the intellectuals of the day. You see, it's astonishing to note 
that at the place where human learning and reasoning flourished most, idolatry abounded most too. So much knowledge brings idolatry. Much knowledge outside God's parameters makes you full of yourself. And that speaks God through the foolishness of preaching, not the man's wisdom. That's why you can't leave people in church as a pastor with ideas of Jack Welch, of Robert Kiyosaki, of Donald Trump, Zig Ziglag, um, um, please help me their names, John Maxwell, 10 principles of success. They can learn that outside. That is not what the church should do. Paul was a lot, he didn't learn law by the Holy Ghost, did he? No, he went to law school. Luke was a physician. Jesus didn't teach him medicine, did he? Even though he was a great physician, he learned law, he learned medicine in medical school. So how come your church is teaching you how to be the best in your industry? The quantum leap, maximizing the sphere of your influence. That is not the assignment of the church in Christ. It's to make you like Christ. And by his wisdom, you will navigate through the city. Because if you do it by a man's wisdom, your faith will rest in that understanding. It's amazing that in the place where, where reasoning is so much, you find so much idolatry. They were trying to find God and decipher His holiness with their thinking. And it's not possible. Much learning and idolatry seem to be complementary. The divine servants of God in logic and reasoning were greater. And these guys became slaves. From this unholy thinking of God, about God, men began to come with things that explains the ideas. You find the word panentheism. It means God is in everything. And everything exists. They try to explain. How did the word come? It can't be from, from a transcendent God. No, no, no. There's something that, because, because he can't be filled. We can't find him from, from scientific procedure. We can't put him in a test tube. We can't experiment and, and see him, okay? Put God in the test tube, observe him for a way, if he will change, add some chemicals to see how he do. Because he can't do that, you lay claim that there is no God. And guess what? When you go to a world where there's no learned, they will confuse and bamboozle you with the knowledge that you start thinking, am I really correct? But when you know the word of God for yourself, no man can fool you. And says, let no man deceive with word, with vain words of vain science and vain philosophy of men that leads to nothingness. Ultimately, our God is holy, it's transcendent, it's beyond the sanction of man. He says, I'm holy, I'm separate. God says, My church should know me as this. As this. As this. When men say, when they say God, it's, it's in heaven, everything is God. And, and see, the Bible says, and, and the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. The heavens belongs to him. It is the it is creation, his property. So you can't say. The heaven is God. For the heaven was made by him. There are those today who are pantheists. You know what it means? Pantheist means everything has God element in it. So you can worship the sun, the moon, the star. Because they refuse to understand God by his holiness, by his transcendency, by his uniqueness, by his, one, his oneness. They say, no, there can't be one God. There are many God. Why? They refuse to find him. And when you go to advanced world, they will populate points and evidences that will almost confuse you. Sometimes some books I read. Some books I read that I can't give anybody to read it. For peerage, I won't give you. I don't know why I said this one, I won't give you. Because I don't want to start 
raising useless cells. Me, I can the cells can grow and I can kill it. Because sometimes they sound almost possible. So anyone who is not grounded, some of you here, if you by mistake go to UK like this, you are dead. But by mistake, that's why I can't pray for you to go now. If you go by error, the next I will call you say, oh, Pastor, the things we are praying for, I've just been given a house free of church. I tell you, Nigeria. You share it. As you share it, you still have not had a house yet in the last 15 years. The go is that you don't have a car, you're not married, you don't have a house, and no job. Two of us. Two of us. Lash Alone, after six months, you are qualified for a loan. You pay in 50 years. They'll give you a car. You pay in 30 years. You are paying 50k every month, sometimes 10k every month for the car. Church. The thing that we are going to church to get, government has given. So there's no more need for God, two of us. God is not giving you car. God, he's not saying, come to church. That might teach you how to dress. You know, he taught you dressing tactics in church. How far have we come? God is transcendent. He's holy. The mission of Christ coming on earth to that demon is not to bless you with anything earthly. It's to give you that which no man can give you. You see, I know in this country very soon, God will give us a good leader. People will start coming back home. It will become... See, what about you, Lord? See, as people are running, do you know people are coming back? <laughs> you know, you, for the one that devil will smoke, he will hear, come and honor love. Maybe when you go, you, you will have opportunity. True. And they are killing. Aloni. Aloni. Lobo. Aloni. Aloni. Oh, Lord. And guess what? When God begins to find a way to rescue a man, and the man is insisting, he will leave him to his own perdition. But the verse is good. Amen this morning. Amen. Listen, no matter where you are, if you understand who God is, I know I'm praying, I told the leaders, this country will change very soon. There's too much wealth in Nigeria, too much resources. We just need one man. So I know that in this chaos that they're doing now, they have 50 candidates. I'm happy. That by their own hands they will scatter it and they will repair it. No more. God will trump somebody. That in two years we will be saying, Is this the same Nigeria? Those who are there will saying, Can I come back? When you go and visit them, you give them chicken, you take them out. You don't hear me. You, are, you don't hear me. 
When I go, I will, I will give them. But when we go, we we'll say, ah, well, oh, charity day, yes. Uh, what do you need? We will give them money. Our intention is not anywhere in the world. Listen, it is wherever you are. Say, he that loves God, he that is willing to be there, they will eat the good of the land. The reason we are running is because we're not seeing God faithful. Nothing is strong enough. God fed people in the desert for how many years? 40 years. No bakery. No wine press. They ate bread every day. No factory of clothes. 40 years. The clothes. I, I want to fall down. The shoes were crane with the legs. Shoes were crane with the legs. The gym, you know, they have poop on a sambu. The sambu never expired. And guess what? It never even crossed their minds one day that they're lacking nothing. Can you travel abroad? Yes. If it is necessary and God gives his divine approval. So let's say if I travel, I say, Pastor, you should travel. No, I'm not traveling because I'm told to come back. But I'm saying to you this morning, that it's not about traveling. So don't tie your destiny to traveling. I beg you as a church. You know why? Your soul to is important. I don't know that I've traveled abroad for one year, they don't step in church. Is that God's blessing? See, no. For one year, because the time can permit them. Things are taking, God can bless you and take himself from you. If it happens, though it might profit you, but it's not God that blessed it. If you like, go and testimony. You can fool men, but you don't You can't fool yourself. You can't fool God. The fortunate who have gone because of their traveling, they've lost the faith. I know plenty of them. I'm a pastor. If I, before they if I, before they leave, they've left church. But God is holy. But I'm going to close. Pastor, are you saying we don't travel? No. I know that I'm not saying. But don't go. Because everybody is. In fact, if everybody is doing something, something is wrong with it. I repeat. You know, it might be you and I say, all your friends have gone. What is wrong with me? No. I know you don't go, but guess what? Don't go because everybody or is the right thing. There's a way that seems right to a man. Some things can seem right. And you will close your eyes to everything righteous. Asha Loshani. You just say, into Bagba. And then you find pastors removing, removing passports and visas from their shoes. Have you seen before? Their ministries praying for visa. You know the reason? Because they know that people are plenty who want visa. And then as you go, they sign a contract that your first salary, or the first one piece of salary, your first fruit, you pay tithe to the man of God. And if the man of God has 20 first fruits from UK and US, his pepper has what? Rested. And same when you get there, you start using head. The things you can't do in Nigeria, you start doing it. They say, go and drive a car and do Uber. Say, me. It's me, Uber. Uber school be. <laughs> go and go and take a job, a job which in fact go and do apprentice, go and learn with somebody who established ah, me me ah, me and you hear somebody says there's a prayer for breakthrough. Covenant day of my first open door. It's one prayer. Have you heard it before? You had Kibati a county. I think it's appealing. 
But guess what? You you went there with the man of economy. You've gone once. You've gone. You've, you've forgotten that one day. You've gone two times before you know it. You've gone six. And every time you go, it's not free. You drop. So the small money you don't have, that which you don't have, you are giving it away. Because of your inordinate affection for the world. The days are here when I'll begin to say this. So I don't have to say it. Because when I have to say that time, it has gone. Because I can't, see, the money comes in the past, I want to travel. See, I can't say no. But when I, you want to travel, I, I say, you want to travel. Mm -hmm. Oh, did God say so? So I thought we sell everything they have in Nigeria. And they get there, they start struggling. See, not everybody that's abroad has doing well. Sometimes to go, you spend as much as 10 million naira. But you never think that the things you can do in Nigeria, truthfully with God, are you okay? Godliness with contentment. And it's certain that we came to this earth with what? And nothing can change it. We'll live with what? So everything we're acquiring actually is nothing. I'll close this morning. How about class? I have eight pages more to go. I just started, but it's not an everlasting gospel. The holiness of God. You must know. God says, this is how I want you to know me. And the hallmark of the church is the Bible. Do you know in some churches, the pastor never reads the Bible. He can't quote scripture. He will just take one thing off and will excite you. When I will close, I'll do an instance. Turn me to Hebrews. Hebrews 11. I'll do an instance. Read one, eh? The pastor wants to preach. He won't because the theme of the program is better days ahead. And God never promised us better days ahead, did he? No. Don't be afraid. He didn't promise you, but what he says is that I will be with you in every challenge. That means even if things are hard for you, he said, when men are saying there's a casting down, you can't be removed from it, but for you. So he didn't promise the world any, in fact, the world will get worse. It's already getting so. Sometimes it's time to come when some churches, some pastor will have nothing to say anymore. Because everything they promised to happen, but see, they have to go doing it. Don't worry, it's coming, it's coming. And then somebody will share a testimony that you know it's not true. I've seen it before. Do you know it's some big testimonies who say they are doctor? No, you, you think I'm a pastor. Someone who says here a doctor. It's not so. You are to it. If I leave you now to come to here to testify, some things you say are not. You, you know, it's a natural human tendency. Now, when Satan is there to help you, add to it. it become, so, if the pastor, they tell you, this is how to testify. In fact, they help you write it. They say, no, it can't. How many have been here? And they can't say, oh, it didn't happen to you just last week. You say, for the past five years, I can't bend. It's only bending. Now I can bend. <laughs> Somebody's leg is caught. You can't stretch the leg. It's only eye problem. Close the eye. I can see. I can see. The next word you see him is wearing glasses. Because we hear those things, we don't go far to what? To investigate if those things were actually true. We are always, wow, praise Jesus. Who did this, Jesus? The person that happened to after that day is talking about the job because the thing hasn't happened. Mom, I hear you, man. So don't go look.
looking for prayer merchants. You know, I know the pastor that his church gets filled up at 11.30. No, 11 o'clock. Is it 11 or 10? When it begins to preach, because his preaching is prophetic. Sounds like prophetic. What is prophetic? Prophetic in the Bible is the word of God. Read the word. That's prophecy. So they go in the morning to church A to hear the man of God that is sleek. Glory to God this morning. Baby, I just know that the Lord is working out some things for you. And I can see in your ministry, I can see your future. The things are aligning. It doesn't matter what you feel right now. It's just a feeling in your body. I feel by the Holy Ghost that the things are aligning. Glory to God this morning. Somebody shout hallelujah. That's coming to you, the man. Receive it, receive it, receive it. I'm receive it. True of When you finish that, they will leave because his services is no more than anything but one hour. It's not church. So they will condition. Because people have been conditioned not to stand up with God. Paul will preach for how many hours? 24 hours. Somebody died. He woke him up. And, and, and continued. The same church. And we patterned church after Apostle Paul and Jesus. See, Jesus preached from Matthew 5 to almost 13 in one stretch. Sometime from morning till night. That's why one day they will preach. He had to give them food because they wouldn't go. You think, no, no, no. Why they stayed? They, I feel the Holy Ghost. They came in the morning by 6 p.m. They are still there. We must feed them. Before. So if they go back like this, they might faint. So the sermon was a 12-hour message. And nobody shifted. Nobody moved. In fact, he would rebuke them. He would say, you five pounds. They say, we agree. <laughs> you, know, you never say you are five pounds. Me. One insult. My last pastor. In fact, he's so, he's so trash. This one is so crude. Do you know what Jesus is coolest person on earth? Yes. He called them you this witch. In fact, sometimes he will beat them in temple. He will scatter the place. He was fighting. If he was a Jagiri, he didn't say so before. <laughs> yes, they were following him. But today, you know what? They've conditioned church to what you want. So it's only the message is for five minutes. Do you know that the person singing worship, her voice must be in a particular pitch? Yes. You don't know. They train them behind. Because there's a way those things is psychology. Yeah. When I sing, you know what it is? <laughs> Pastor, you see his voice. That's all it takes. I just like his voice. And his voice actually is death. So I like how he dresses. It's a plant thing. Sometimes some pastors don't work anyhow. They are told how to work. They have wardrobe dressers. I'm not telling church that I've ruined my shoe. I, you can't. The people who, because, because, because the pastor is a product. It's a brand. You think it's. That's what I said. What did you guys say? On the last day, men will say to me, Lord, Lord. <laughs> it says, broad is the way. But narrow, I mean, narrow means it's small. For Joker, I said, when you see a place, people are too many. He said, ask questions. Is the truth actually is it being said here? When Christ spoke one truth with me, the whole people <laughs> imagine pastor, man is everybody leaves me. Everybody, two people. See her, Mushishi. Mushi so true of us. And they will tell the pastor, I've told you, Tino or Eroma Day. And some things want to know. When they finish, when they fired them, the who left. He turned to the twelve. What are you going to do here? He said, we know beyond them, we are going nowhere. Because there's something we've seen in you. 
there's life. That means what people come for actually to judge is not the life that God gives, it's the life they can get on earth. And such are many. These are the days we will begin to follow God for. Jesus Christ said, God knows what you need. But seek after God's kingdom and his righteousness. But Jimmy, is it hard? Because we, we can leave this and start praying. It's like somebody that didn't read exam for jam. And he did to the jam. He started praying. And somebody says he has jam. And you know there's jam for exams. He has the jam to saw a year. You know there's no year that can saw when there's nothing to saw. Okay, let me say it. <laughs> thank God, yes. I don't know, thank you. There's nothing, there's no knowledge that you can draw that can come out when there's no residue to draw from. Jesus said, you pray through me to the Father. And he said, this is a way to come through me. Seeking my kingdom. You said, no, I don't want to seek you. But I want what you have. The reason God's holiness is downplayed is because men want to hide their sin. And Jesus Christ said, the world loves darkness more than light. That's why you find people when they hear this truth, they'll say it's too hard. That this is not church. This is not what church should be. You know the reason they say so? Because everything they've seen about church is not the true church. You know what it means to give somebody vaccine? Vaccine actually is a it's actually a virus or anything, but in a controlled measure. So they'll give it to you so that your body can develop immunity. So when the real one comes, you fight it. So what Satan has done, he has, he has given the church vaccination against Christ. Using Christ, you know, they control the same virus. You didn't get me. <laughs> so you will take a shade of Christ and, and lighten it and defend it and, 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 and dismantle it. And obscure it and make you feel that this is the real gospel. It will turn the true light to another kind of light. He said, No wonder Satan also manifests himself like what? So it's the same virus, or rather, it is the same Christ, but they will have they will turn it to another gospel. They will they will water it, they will they will adulterate it. They will say, Jesus, God doesn't hate, it's it's not about sin. It's about the love of God. Who doesn't love God? Love, love. So they will trick you. You love. So one year, two years, three years, when you not hear the word of God really, you say, what is this? That's what the Bible has done. That's why people fight the truth when they hear it. They think the hearing is from Bible. And they'll say, mm -hmm. that is it the only one that can be right? Everybody also has God. Everybody, everybody has his own gift. You start doing as though the gift is different from the word. As though the gift is a special thing for one person. And the gift can outside the word of God. No. The foundation of God stands sure. It has a seal. Let's see. If anyone don't depart from iniquity, it's not of God. And that shows us the holiness of God. So why are we saying these things? So that daily and progressively we are making progress toward God. Whether we get those things we ask for or we don't get them yet, we keep moving. 
God didn't say, when they don't come yet, let your faith wither. And God says, even though the fig tree will not blossom, not the field or the vine, not the bread or the olive will bring no forth. He says, yet I will yet praise and serve him. Because I know he who has called me is holy and faithful. We are going to heaven. We are going to heaven. My assignment is to get you to heaven. What are you hearing that sir? Are you hearing me, sir? Our assignment is to get what? We are going to heaven. Paul says, for our citizenship is where? Philippians 1 to 27. He said, where we look forward to that hope, that appearance. We are meant to be looking forward. So anyone that looks forward is not coming to church to look for anything. He's coming to church to look for him and be strengthened by him. The holiness of God. That's what I'm going to stop here and let you know that God wants us to be purified. God wants us to know him. That he is holy. So when you pray to God, when you hear about him, hear him as holy. Holiness means he's transcendent. Far from us. You know, I'm going to follow this next son by the grace of God. And he's morally pure. He's untainted. His judgment, his decisions, his cause are impeccable. They are flawless. So everything he has said will come to pass. There's no shadow of turning with God. There's no deviation from Him. If He says it, He will do it. If He promised it, He'll bring it to pass. For the first time, God swore by Himself. Because there was nothing greater that He could swear by. And that by two immutable things, His oath and His word, God swore in His holiness. And in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. I'll bring to a place of rest. One man said there's a casting down. For you, there's a lifting. But it's not for you to struggle yourself to do it. I who promised it, I will do it. Only you be faithful to me and continue in my love. Let us pray. But I will thank you this morning. Thank you for your word. Thank you because it keeps us more in you. Lord, we are not afraid of the future. We are not afraid of the world. We thank you for your holiness. We thank you because you've come to save us. And this is our highest lesson. It's our highest reality. That we know you, the one true God. And we don't just know you, but we know you rightly who you are. You are holy. You are faultless. You are blameless. You are righteous. You are high in majesty. You are high in glory. Everything is at your command. For all things were made by you. Blessed be your name forever. My friends, only for this knowledge we've gained again this morning. Lord, help us to appropriate in our lives. And let this word, Lord, be in faith. Trust and help us to stand strong in you all our days. Thank you, Lord. Because every need in the lives of children, you meet them, Lord, supernaturally. As you help us, Lord, to stay in you and serve you and seek you and stay with you. 
and fellowship with you and just and just roll at your presence and as i appreciate your glory thank you for the church for the church is your mirror the church is your hand the church is your light through us oh god you are diffusing that fragrance of your truth through us oh god you are showing yourself to the powers that be throughout eternity the magnificence of your grace the beauty of your love oh the show of your mercy in christ thank you oh god for this confidence satan we know who you are we know where you are and we know where our god has placed you you have no stronghold in our lives everything god has given to us is ours and by faith this morning we will receive the grace of god to persevere to hold on to the fullness of your glory let our light shine O god that men may see our good works and praise you never make us salt indeed and our lives will bring you praise and glory everything lord we need for life and godliness we thank you because we are your children we are your people ah, we are the sheep of your pasture ah, you are our shepherd you know our every need you know our very need lord we know if you know them we also have the answers for this is the confidence we have in you when we ask anything according to your will we know you hear and we know if you hear we also have the petitions thank you lord because our bodies are healed our minds are healed and our resolve to continue seeking and serving and pressing on in you until the kingdom comes we will receive this morning thank you for faith and boldness to serve you lord in this age of great deception none shall be deceived for we find ourselves strongly grounded in the truth of the word, growing daily and maturing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah this morning. Amen. 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 This morning we want to just honor the Lord as we fulfill a scriptural injunction that every newborn will be brought in the house of the Lord. And this morning, we'll be receiving Ishaulua, Jesse, before the Lord. If I'm released this morning, I'm going to share a testimony, but I will leave it to the parents to so do. But God is faithful. You know, sometimes when we say that what God is faithful, it's not because I'm, I'm letting you know, it's just, it's just a way of calling our attention to that area, that part of Him. God is faithful. And this morning, we will receive Ishaulua and dedicate Him before the Lord. Um, So think of joy. So I, I don't say anything wrong when we sing and come. But the person that we sing and play is the person that we saw. We will not play this morning. Uh, so, but you will help us play. 
And unfortunately, you know, sometimes when they do it, they will dance from back forward. Well, there's nothing wrong in that, it's good, all right? But don't dance and do better. No, don't. No, I'm telling you. You know, it's in church. You see, these days, have you seen most? You see, it's there. Someone said, Bow will make much better if we just have you heard it before. So, in church, it's, there. it's part of the way the ministers dance sing today. So, don't come and at the same time, don't come and be doing. <laughs> so, you know, you know, you come and say, Because it's, 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 it's becoming. Uh, you know, it's like, it's becoming. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's what the right choice. Because how are you are you with me? It's a place the way you do that. And for those of us who are getting married very soon. You can't play You can't play your wedding. If I will shake me. You can't play it. If you do it and walk out. It's over. You've entered this council. Are you following me? Have a shot, don't have a, you know, you, you, the world has so entered us that we forgot the world. So you, you, and then, and then the man, the holy man in church, they'll tell you, no, 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 and tell me it's your day. So you can do anything. No, Bible didn't say it's your day. In fact, Bible didn't say you have any day. Every day belongs to who? So nobody has day. So it's a fallacy to say the wedding day is your day. And so you will do anything. The meeting starts at 10. At 10, the pastor is already in church. You say it's your day, they should leave you. You can come anytime you like. Brother you. Brother Philip, where's Philip? He's at the back. Okay, he's good. Yeah. Okay, look, I didn't see him because I, that's his corner. You know, it's, not, it's not good to put somebody in the corner. I was looking at this thing. So, in your wedding, tell them. If they play now, they've been told. They've been told. <laughs> The days will come when the lines must be drawn. As a sister, you can't wear any dress. I've told your fiancé, these days, women, they wear dress like bra. You know that dress? They say it's what? Comset. And they will show it. Mommy, uh, if you wear it and walk out, it does not show holiness. Is it hard? <laughs> what are we entered to? You've entered. It's either you are here or you So don't, there's no... That's what they're making now because it's wedding days they show. You know how people want to show that it's just a wedding day. It's a wedding day. Be happy and rejoice. See, you know how people rejoice. You rejo ah, that one is there too. You don't even rejoice. So it's your day. So you, they will show a cloth that is transparent. The whole place will tear, and it's a net. Have you seen it? And that believers. I'm telling you because you can't wear it. It's gone. I know Suki is trying, but Suki is over. <laughs> now, eh? I'm, I'm not saying you should not go out tie to band to church. I would say, remove to band. You see, Bible says be moderate. You see, in Christ, moderate. Sure, we know what it, what it is in Christ Jesus. So be moderate. I've seen gowns today with that baby spirit. The gown is here. Is that gown? That's it. That's a t-shirt. Have you seen it, ma'am? So I told my wife, any day you wear such things, she has she wear chocolate and wear it. I said, yes, she wear jeans and wear that. Yeah. Don't wear it. And then you want to bend down, you never do like this. 
and then you are this. You see how bondageous you have built yourself. Our mommies went on the bed down. <laughs> I stand up. Two of us. When you are on the bed down, you are not like this. You are coming to church, you have handkerchief to cover your... Have you seen it? I think we should buy, we should sew rope in this church. As I think we give you rope to add to it. So everybody in the church becomes square. Remember, you rope, you rope in church. This is not just rope. It's a comment as rope. And then what's in this song? You think it's a mass? What's in this? Praise God. Don't let Sometimes these things are subtle. But Christ must take these things from us. Amen. I took my wife to buy dress for maternity when she was pregnant for the for our last baby. The dress for maternity is here. So when the thing now, when the pregnancy takes half, you know when it takes half, it will take because when you take the clothes, so they don't be pulling it down on the street. What she buy? If at these days they don't even pull anymore, I feel that bit. It's like a normal thing now. You come to church as a choir member, you are sitting and, and the dress you're wearing as is torn. Because you see top as in the world. What's it called? What is all the American? You come to pick and you can't take it. It's gone. If you if you love crazy jeans, wear it in your room and just stay in the mirror and just enjoy the craziness. And let it end. Let it let it end there. Enjoy, you know, enjoy the craziness. Let me finish there. I don't. Don't show me. Anything. Say, I don't want it. It's nothing. Enjoy. No, someone love Christ. Enjoy Christmas. <laughs> as God help you as you grow. One day, my we went out. But not somebody. Tinted beard. Not all. It's happening. First, it will be in church. It's a thing. It's coming. So put a tint head. Tint it alone in the house. When you look at the head, as you finish looking at it, wash it. And come back. The light of Christ must be seen in the church. When I get to heaven, you see, people forget that pastors will stand before God, and our line is different. <laughs> me, I know it is. Me, I don't read Bible upside down. Bunker, I tell you alone. James 3, verse 1. God says, Brethren, let not many of you desire to be pastors or leaders. Because leaders shall be judged. It's the Bible. It's there. So, our role is different. So, I will stand. You ask me, did you tell them? Say, but, 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 but I know you told me I passed it, but I just felt. And I'm afraid of angelic slap. If angel. Because sometimes. Angel back by lady. Nitality, our adult Lord. You will be dead forever. Except by God's mercy, God, maybe we can wash it, God will put it. I thought I'm going home. Just like I So how can I that's so I won't? I know my role is different. So all these leaders, are you ready for judgment? That's why I can't compromise. So don't pray that God will touch his heart to be solved. He will touch my heart. But heart in the word. So this morning as we come. Now don't come and not come with only arrow. <laughs> no, no, no. But see, we know what is right. 
and don't come and dance because you have worn a new cloth. Amen. I've seen people in church that I can't wear the same cloth to church twice. You know, I'm married this morning. So the same cloth I wore last Sunday. You know, you wouldn't. Okay, you know. I went last Sunday to church. Do you know that I wore it? Does it make any difference? If I didn't say, will you know? I'm looking shine, two of us. But if I want to wear new clothes, you know what? I will. Then on things, I will start to wear that new clothes. Some money they have, some food stuff, some, some things we want to buy that we have put our life. We will not buy it because. Now, I'm not saying that that wedding clothes like was Grand Manuel. Why this girl is dumb? It ain't no good. I'm not saying, eh, 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 try. He's having his leg. He's on his bum slippers. Where have you seen you? So we will pray for him. You will wear shoes. Yes, sure. But you start to be like me, I'm here, I'm Hope you can't do it. Too much. Repair that area. Amen. Amen this morning. Praise God. So this morning, I'm going to receive your Lord to church. And trust God and thank God for Him. It's a gift of God. It's God's testimony. Our lives ought to mirror scriptures. And we are not born that way. But we are born in Christ to progressively become like Him. Romans chapter number 8, verse 29 says, To those whom we predestinate, He also called to be conformed to the image of the Son. Son say conform. Mommy, conform means becoming like. So it means everywhere Christ. So when they see you, they'll see Christ. That means our lives must mirror. That's what makes us a Christian. It's not. Are you ready? We conformed. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. It says, Be not conformed. Is it hard to understand? It's plain. But be it transformed. That means the church must be distinct. We must be different. We must look different. We must talk different. One is more to me, say, Pastor, if I bring more. No. We talk in good English. Our speech is edified. You know, the, no, this one is the message we grew up with. Those days in deeper life. But these days, we find our, our father in deeper life trying to be, he's trying to amend some things. I'm praying that when our ministers grow too old, by a certain age, he should retire. Billy Graham said before he died, he said it on tape that everybody is going to heaven, Muslim, Buddhist, that Christ is in them in his own form. Yes. Yes, he said that. Do you hear it? He said that. This is a man that preached Christ alone. But before he died, he said, Christ, I had one this morning that one Baba said again that, that, that um, if you don't win soul, you will make heaven. This morning. You had it. You said yesterday. I'm praying that some of you say, God, just because the way he said that you don't win soul, you make heaven. It's not in the Bible. One said that the tight box is your key to heaven. Do you hear it? That this tight box, if you don't pay tight, you are going to hell. That every tighter, 
is on the meat, so it's there. So, so, so that's what you're hearing. But it's not true. So I'm praying that sometimes, maybe before people get old as ministers, may God quickly exit them or retire them. So this is what I told my wife. I said, maybe if I'm 70 or something, I will retire quickly and, and enter bush and go and stay there for my sake. So everything I've done, this money, all this my grad, all this agility, now become agility. After no, I will run away. But folks, if you don't win soul, doesn't divide from entering heaven. The idea is go and win soul, but don't say things as though that's what the scripture said. Let's thank God. Let's know God. Let's read the Bible. Let's come to church to seek Christ and to grow in Him daily. Amen. Maybe Shalom will be pastor. I'm calling this doctor. I'm calling him. I'll be pastor. I've been teaching. But you come this morning. Uh, Mr. Bologna, you've been tired at home for the past one month plus. Today you are here. All the songs you've not sung in your routine, you sing it now. But you sing it in one minute. This morning, church, with joy in our hearts, let's be on our feet this morning as we welcome the Shalwa to the Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, someone, you want to give us a song as we sing this morning? Let's have a song. Miss Maggie, can you help us? Okay, who has the microphone? Okay. Amen. Let's sing. Okay, let us sing. For what the Lord has done, I will sing hallelujah. Okay. For what the Lord has done, I will sing hallelujah. For what the Lord has done, hallelujah. faithful to us in this church and this is the Lord's doing it's actually the Lord's doing I don't know what word or how to describe this is the Lord's doing and as your pastor I can tell the Lord's doing um, we prayed by the word you see, brother Jimmy and his wife, they love the Lord. They're working with him. 
And at the time God appointed, he came. It's not because of how strong we can pray in that sense. Man of God prayer. No. It's just God's faithfulness. And I want to let you know that this was not by power. It wasn't by might. It was by the Spirit of God. And for everyone who loves God, and I believe God for a thing like this, it is done. Amen. You see, to her, to this point, it's still like, is it real? Because it was, it was that way. You see, the part of everyone in the church is different. Um, I know that in God. And God will bring, He will do. Because He's holy. I'm telling you. God does things at a time we least expect. And the baby came. by God. Um, I will allow them to share the testimony this morning. And if mommy will, will, will want to sit, you can sit, man. You're free to sit down. When it happened, was I expecting it? Yes. Not because, because I saw the vision, but I just know in my heart. You see, we have prayed. You know, sometimes we, we don't really... He says, this is a confidence we have. But he won't tell us when. To some, before they touch them, he, yeah, he's God. He brings glory to him. Is it did. And to some, it will take a while. He's still God. He brings glory to him. But I know that it is not easy to wait. You know, as a pastor, I, I told them that I wish I could rejoice the way I want to, but I can't. Because of those who who we are still waiting with the Lord for. But that must not hinder our rejoicing. But really, as a pastor, I wish I could rejoice more than this. But for some reasons, really, I can't the way I ought to. But when God's time fully came, They will told us, she said, it can't, it can't be true or false. So don't, don't think that you are doubting God. That's why it didn't happen. No, you're not doubting God. It's the way you start looking for every maybe is this true or false. Maybe I didn't pray well. No, maybe I, maybe I don't have faith. So you start going to faith preachers. Maybe they, they didn't lay hands well. Maybe the hands was laid and the pastor didn't the shift them. Maybe as I told my head, how can you go money? You start true or false. And the day pastor released that prayer. Is it the idea to receive it well? It's nothing like that. When it's God's time, you don't do it. Everyone rejoice. Now is their turn. We we'll rejoice with them. And now when is your own turn also? It's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not if, it's when. Wrote to me, if we, if we asked you, you can't, you won't have to say that this time it will happen. You won't have to say that, no. You, you've done everything. Do you know what you can do? Yes. If I'm beyond what Umami can do, he has done. But God says, finish your own. 
and my time. This morning, we are beholding God's faithfulness. I'm telling you the truth. Doctor said, this must be a miracle. You know, some places now will have carried video. I'm telling you, and doctors will talk because it's really a miracle. He told her, I said, are you sure? He said, yes. He said, this is beyond medicine. So what you are seeing this morning is beyond medicine. Actually, this is impossible by all medical standards. This is impossible. I'm telling you, there was, there was it all, true of us, man. It's, it's, it ought not to be, not to happen. Nothing but when God says, I will. Who is a man that will say it's not possible? And this is a testimony we have before us this morning. Father, we thank you. We thank you for, first, our grandma, whom you've caused joy to come to our heart. Thank you for the church, that you've caused rejoicing to come in our heart. Thank you for your children, whom you've blessed. Thank you for this child, is for us a token of your salvation and your grace for all. And Lord, we rest in you. In the name of Jesus. Before I pray this morning for Shonua, I just want, I don't know who, who among you just want to share, okay? Um, but it's not, this morning is not the day of all the testimonies. Because you know, like I say, if I want to start now, where do I start? And if we start, it will take you another one hour. But just say it in five minutes, alright? As the Lord helps you. And just share this morning, and then I will come up and then, and then uh, pray for the baby. Please, John, let's sit, let's sit down, let's sit down. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, once I see what was um, mentioned this morning, I think um, <laughs> God showed down my heart. You know, God came to me and said, "Shall I die?" Um, Sally, <laughs> I was said I was not emotional, but I will not. I will try not to be. Okay, so I will start this way. I will start my testimony this way. The testimony basically is. To show the integrity, you know, how God upholds the integrity of his life, his integrity in the lives of his children. I knew this boy was always going to come. I knew what was going to happen. I just didn't know when. However, um, say three months after um, we got married, I had the surgery, my mectomy, and after the surgery, the doctor told me, in fact, told both of us, because we were there together, that um, my fallopian tubes were adhered to the uterus, and that, um, mommy, sorry, I'm just saying this for the first time. I didn't want to put you through trouble. And um, that, say, some decades ago, I would have been declared barren. However, there's technology right now to help me. Imagine you just got married and under three months, that's what you're hearing, that you cannot give birth because your fallopian tubes would not work. At least they opened me and they saw it. It was life. So when, when she said that, my husband told her immediately that this one would give birth. that it will happen. He said, but she saw it, you know. 
After that, we had a series of tests, series of um, procedures, surgeries. After that surgery, had um, lots of procedures, procedures that would take lots of money. In fact, we even tried artificial insemination, you know, tried all sorts. But it wasn't working. Two scriptures that helped me, you can read them by yourself later, you know, that I was holding on to. Romans 5. Every time that thought comes up in my heart about, um, you are dancing in church, you are laughing in church, you are rejoicing with people, you know, you are the one who smiles the most. People used to ask me, are you okay? Like, you don't have problem. Say, I don't have problem. One thing I know is, once, I'm, once I have money in my pocket, I'm working, I'm fine. But they ask me, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? You don't look like you are stressed. Don't look like you're thinking about it. But Romans 5, 1 to 3 helped me. And there was a time I even wrote Hebrews 11, 11 about how Sarah got strength to conceive. And I can remember when I step out of the studio then, sorry then, when I step out of the studio, I will, miss, I will hold that paper. If I have to go anywhere, I'm going home, I'm going whatever. I will read it, like I will read it to myself. That's what I was doing continuously. It wasn't like it was going, it wasn't like maybe I had seen the end though, but I just kept saying the words to myself. At the time, I wrote those scriptures and I put them on our wardrobe. So when I turn, that's the first thing I see. Pastor gave me five minutes, so I'll stick to it. I just want to thank God. There was a time I was giving options. <laughs> Let me put it this way. And I said no. I know I didn't say no by myself. It was God that said it through me. Sincerely, I don't know what else to say about God. But it came true, it came true, it came true for me, it came true for me. Person, in fact, I would say that when I gave birth to this boy, the doctor saw it again and said, how did this thing happen? This thing is a miracle. God is faithful. He is indeed faithful. I, sincerely, I had a lot in my mind to say, but right now I'm still flabbergasted by the fact that a miracle happened in my life. Sincerely, if they've been telling me that miracles happen and I've been hearing it, this is the first one that I am actually, you know, it's so real. It's so real to me. It's so real. I'm telling you till now, I see this boy and I go like, is he real? But he is. So I'm here to just say thank you to God. I'm here to say, I don't know why you love me this much. I didn't do anything to deserve this, but God, you love me. And your name that I have always referred, you know, when people ask me, I say, ask God. When people say this, I will say, okay, well, I'll go back to God. That your name in my life was not in vain. It's not in vain right now. 
Because this is the testimony of your name in my life. The integrity of your name, God, you upheld it. You upheld it. You know, when when it was looking like sincerely, you know, when, when that when that doctor said it, if I had it, I had another, I had um, say a scan. The scan said that the fallopian tubes were open. So I went back to her because she was my doctor at that time. And when I showed her, she said, this thing is a lie. I know what I saw. She said, it's a lie, I know what I saw. That you cannot conceive naturally. Go back to Dr. Lani. Thank God for Dr. Lani in my life too. At that time, because everything God used, eventually we spent money, we spent, we spent money on, <laughs> the best medicine could give and it still didn't work what the doctor was telling me to go back to it didn't work and at the time that didn't work i told my husband i said okay you know what at this point whatever will happen will happen i'm not thinking about it i'm not doing anything again pastor and pastor misses <laughs> she said the church we don't know what we have these people are fantastic Sorry, I'll round up now. And, well, Pastor said I should do ghetto. I did ghetto with one mind. <laughs> you know, everybody saw me losing weight in church. I was doing a fine babe. Anyway, I don't know if that was it. In fact, at that time, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't, that was the last thing on my mind. I had malaria, sorry. I had malaria. They told me, eh, go and test it. Go and this. I said, me, why should I test? Because it never would just happen. My mind wasn't there. And, well, I just said, okay, let me try. Because I had done, um, okay. I, I checked my app and I saw that, you know, the app said I had missed my period for a long time. I didn't even check because I was, I didn't even say about my period because I was wondering how it usually comes. And I checked and I saw it. <laughs> Anyway, to the glory of God, this is him. If it was that people can vomit words, I would have vomited what I have in my tummy. I was signaling substitution, but I didn't come with the banner. Let me just help her, right? Because really, I wanted to share this testimony myself, but I just said, okay, let her share it. What she's just trying to say, the miracle here is God's faithfulness. Our God is a faithful God, right? She has tried to summarize everything together. Actually, what this word the, the doctor said was true. She said she was barren. Because for the um, mommies in the house, we know your fallopian tube are supposed to be floating like this. But ours are were attached to the wall. So there's no way head can transfer and travel down to meet the sperm and get fertilized. It was impossible. So we tried different procedures that cost actually millions. It wasn't... Um, what she just said, we tried everything that medicine could offer, and we got to the to the last end. And after the last end, it was nothing, right? Because there was nothing we could do anymore. The last procedure we did, which was like the final, the all mark of everything that medicine could offer, cost millions. <laughs> we sat down one day and we calculated how much we had spent from the moment we got married up until now, and I thank God for provision, actually. Because in need of, it was God that was still providing. I remember there was a, there were countless sleepless nights. There was a day that we, she was, I mean, 
she cried into the night and I was frustrated. I was like, what's this? Okay, we were going back and forth. Let's do this. Let's not do this. Let's just let, you know, at the end of the day, I said, okay, fine, we'll do it. And we knelt down and we prayed to God. That God, let your will be done. And we went ahead and God's will was, was, it came to pass. And what was God's will? Didn't happen. And I rejoiced in my heart. Not because of we had millions to waste, but because as Christians, we've been, like pastors, have been fascinated to see that the testimony is I sat for the exam and I came first. The testimony is never I sat for the exam and I failed. Why are testimonies, why do you have to come and you testify? That would be positive because we are the one giving a gauge of what is good and bad. Right? And I remember very well that after we did the procedure and it failed and she was actually devastated. Thank God for Pastor and Pastor Mrs. who were always coming, checking. She was very devastated. And my wife, my wife did not talk. She didn't say anything to me for about three days. It was that, that painful. You know, and um, after that, Pastor Mrs. recommended this. And it was what I wanted to um, bring um, forth is the testimony actually is not one thing. When I was thinking of the name to give him in my head, I had all sorts of names. As, after we got married, I had one A4 paper. I wrote names as hard. I was, you know, we're doing um, this one. This one is too common. You know, people don't look for common name. I want something, something big and all sorts, right? But then, the name that came to my mind was Isha Olua because really this is the act of God. And what God, what God did was to say that in it all we learned our lesson. And for me, the lesson I learned the most is that our God is good. Amen. Let's not define. Let's yes, the faithful God. Let's not define good for Him because this was what the devil did, and this is what He's still doing, giving you the baton to say you decide what is good for you. And that is what has gotten us to where we are right now. Our God is good irrespective of everything. So I was, it was a, on a Friday morning. We've done a series of tests, countless number of tests. And, uh, and you know, at that stage, I was used to seeing one like, you know, I, I didn't want, in fact, I didn't want one like that. There was a point I didn't tell her. There was a time that I wanted to test this thing. Is it working? So I pee into it. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw one line too. I was like, okay, I think it's working. But it's just... <laughs> You just sorry, I didn't tell you. It was embarrassing. I know <laughs> that you know it's fifteen era that all these fast. What's the best then? And everything was so she just ignorantly just. In fact, she was going to go. She went to the to um, the pharmacy to buy another drug entirely, right? And the pharmacy didn't have hundred naira change. So she just said, you know what? Okay, just give me um, um, two two sticks. You know, because I can't be waiting for 100 naira change. So she had it kept in her wardrobe for weeks afterwards. So when she has missed her period, because after various tests and the artificial insemination and various surgeries, this lady has gone through. <laughs> anyway, let me not go there. You know, it has altered our, our normal period, our cycle. So the thing just comes anyhow as it wishes. So we thought, okay, it's another, it's another one of those things will come, it will come, it will come, right? But she just said, she just woke up that morning and she said, okay, it was on a Friday morning, around July, I think, or August, that let me just try it. And then she tried it and, you know, she was still, my wife knows how to sleep very well. So she, there's a way she used to keep the sleep beside her wardrobe when she goes to the toilet and when she comes back, she'll pick it up. 
So as soon as she saw it like this, her eyes just opened and she came to wake me up that looks to me. See, when I saw it, I said what? And she took a malaria drug. Okay, if you remember very well, there was this month that all the leaders were sick. Yeah. Right? So she took malaria drug to imagine. She took malaria drug and she was pregnant. Which is not supposed to be so. She took quatem uh, or something. Right? So I said, maybe it's a malaria drug. So I told her that, okay, check. Um, let me see what you are doing. So as soon as she was putting the stick inside like this, two lines just popped up. I was like, wow. But you know what? Before I start uh, imagining things, let's wait till morning. First light, we went to the closest um, lab, right? In fact, we didn't use the lab around because they know us there. So we went to another one. Yes, that's, that's the truth. We went to another one. So when we got there, they did test at five minutes, the guy came out and said positive. Wow, when I saw that, me and I woke up from sleep, you know. <laughs> and the first thing we did was we ran, rushed down to pastor's place. And in fact, as soon as pastor Missy saw me, she was already rolling without saying anything. <laughs> you know. So the, the testimony really is. So this is where I'm going to. We went back to the doctor because I told my wife, I said, nah, it's fine. I said, I said no. It would not end there. She won't have the last word. <laughs> we went back to her, and as soon as I came, I was just smiling. But the smile, she saw, and she was like, I hope everything is fine. I hope this one, I'm looking very, very nice. She was trying to cheer me and tease me. I was like, um, the wife is pregnant. I think it was like seven weeks there or eight weeks. So she said, really? She did one fake dance like that, right? So she said she's uh, sit down. Like, she, before she said anything, she wants to confirm. So she confirmed it with her scan. She saw that, okay, it was okay. So I don't tell her that. I told her, I said, but you said my wife was buying. She said, no, no, I didn't say those words. No, no, those were not my words. No, no, did I say that? That it was not possible. I told you that, I told you what I thought, blah, 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 blah. And end of the day, she thought we were going to register with uh, this thing. But I just, I said in my heart, I this is the last time we're going to see her. So the testimony really is, in the waiting, it will surely happen. I know the reality is when. If only a question, really, really, for me while we're waiting. All I needed anybody to tell me was when. If you can tell me when, ah, at least we won't waste money now. We'll focus on something else. And when that when is very close, we begin to to cheer up. But of course, that is what faith is all about. That was what Paul said, right? If you if you if you can see it and you can hold it, then why are you hoping? Why are you why do you have faith? Right? So I'm hoping that this testimony will will inspire and will conjure faith in your heart because really it's not about how well you can pray right for some people like pastor said even before they get married that's happened for some people it's the other way around for some people it's one shot one go for some people is 20 shots off target <laughs> finally one go will come in so it's just to really, it's not to say help us to thank God and pray and, and rise up and pray. It's just somewhere, something should, should come up in your heart that our God is a faithful God. And as yeah. we've learned today, yeah. His holiness is far beyond us. He's going to do things. He's a sovereign God. We cannot box Him and say, God, I want this to be done now. No, He does it when He pleases. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. First step. Amen. Uh, let me sit down. Before I pray, I will want to 
you know, you, you can hear his testimony is is full of the word of God. All right, there's no there's no man um, in that sense. It's God. Imagine a, a double telling you you are barren. A sinner can you straight? It's not three months to wedding. He's finished. And so when he told me, in fact, he didn't tell me on time of that one. So a while he told me, he said, this, 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 this. I said, don't worry. All the story of the artificial thing, I was aware of it. All right. When it didn't, when it didn't work, be sure I felt bad too. But somewhere in my heart, I knew that God, I just knew it. So I I know. You know why I know? Because he says so in his word. You see, after the child was born, the doctor said the balloon tube was still down. So it's not that it has opened, it's still so. He said it's not possible. He said, he said the baby is now, he said it's not, he said it's not possible. I said, ah, you're carrying it, he said it's not possible. Sorry, sir. He asked me, he said, yeah. when, after that was after the surgery, he said, sorry, sir, and you said this happened spontaneously. spontaneously. Yeah. I said, yes, sir, you know. This was another doctor, right? He was like, wow. And this was what he said, that science actually don't have explanation for it, that medicine doesn't have for this. This is a miracle. That's what he said. Amen. So I want this to to let you know. And sometimes God does some things as a sign for others. Um, if you ask me right now, how I can't actually explain, but we believe God. I didn't even know when they came that day to my house. I just heard them shouting downstairs. My wife was just. Oh, I said, the moment they entered, that she felt there's something. I said, what did you feel? She said, she just knew that something has happened. So they came to me upstairs. I said, what is it? I told me, I said, praise God. And this morning, we have a baby in the house. So, so here's the question. If we had known this from the beginning, you know who would have worried? But it has been done all the while in the heart of God. So sometimes when you worry, it's just human beings. So that's why sometimes I don't blame you. Don't worry, it's, it's still okay. But when you are done, encourage yourself in God. Don't always think that maybe there's something you've not done right. Because you never do everything right. But when the time fully comes, God will manifest. And so this morning we want to thank God. Monica, we need to enter the church and just give God thanks. You see, this is a thing that none of us can ever do. So it's not a thing that this is what, at this how strong we are, but can we just thank God? And indeed, thank God for this. And let me say to you that everyone in church that has believed God for this, I've received a word from the Lord that is done. You see, and you know, one of the days I was praying, and I remember a few testimonies of people who, who I prayed with like this. At least I told my wife, two of them. We were praying in prayer meeting one day in church. And I just, I just felt, even him, I just felt, come. I feel it's the time. And I prayed for her. No, it wasn't. I didn't call her to, I want, no, no. The Lord told me it's time now. Pray for her. And I prayed. And she knew it. She said, sir, really that day, I felt like I was pregnant. That, I didn't know. And a month after, she conceived. True story. 
There's one that came, in fact, that one, she had fibroid already covering her womb. They were about to go for surgery. So it was a, a, a two-way thing. So I said, so she came that day for service. It was my house. And we're just having service. And what, I just felt that I had it's time for her. I said, I, I know when I hear such time. So I said, ah, pray. And I prayed. And she felt she received it. A month after. In fact, that child is a year, six months old right now. Same with Brabiola. You see, when the time comes, so I now told God that they said, Lord, can you make all the time come now so I can just start? You know, I, I told him, really, if, I, I told him, I said, Lord, can you make time so I can just play as a report? Yes, ma'am. In my house. And that was just a day after I did my pregnancy test, I think on a Saturday. Yeah. And that was the day after on a Sunday. Yeah. You gave that word. Praise God. Um but you see, I won't go out and start carrying placard that come from anointing and I have anointing for giving babies. No. I don't give it. I, I if, if I if I do it without God, I'm I was in my time. But when I do you want something that? Yes, what is it? Praise God. Yes. Which after that, when I came back, I told my wife, I didn't know particularly when it comes to medical, whatever, as to this family, I didn't know anything. But there's this song that I played from. Says our God is indescribable. Okay. From the pages of my heart, we are So you know, while I was worshiping God, and then I just felt a strange thing in my heart. I just felt okay. I just had in my spirit that this family, this time, that they were going to be celebrating their baby. I didn't know how it would happen. Yeah. I just, I kept on hearing our God is indescribable. Yeah. When I came back, I told my wife, and I was like, okay. So around whatever. Late last year, so my wife told me that she was pregnant. In front of the SNS, I was jumping and dancing. Mm -hmm. I was like, Lord, is this part of what you told me? Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I went to make a pastor thing with me. So I was now telling him that I have actually had a client, a, a client that I'm working with. Now, he now said that, ah, um, when I came to him to tell him about um, Patrick's that um, this that that the arch that I felt and uh, I don't know the now this is the testimony I had it and like this like he was telling me that the way I said it and it was just playing out and yeah you are saying in your head like what you said now you're like uh, when I like, I used to tell my wife that the way how God worked with me once I might not understand anything but once I feel the Lord that this is time once I step out. I used to get results. So I just felt that I should just excuse you to encourage us. You know, Abraham's servant, when Abraham was like, it was time for, to get Isaac, he now called his Israel to go to where Susu place to get a wife for Isaac. He said that I was on my way and the Lord led me to the house of my master. I want to say to us that, you know, our church, whatever God has promised you, our God is indescribable. You cannot fix God. You cannot place God to anything. You cannot tie God to anything, whatever. 
Our God is in heaven. Just trust God and step out. God will show. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, this morning, I will just pray and receive it, Shalom. As it were, actually, we've already received it. But I will just do it in my heart. Father, we we'll receive the gift you've given unto us as a token of your faithfulness and your salvation. Son, today we dedicate you to the Lord. We we'll receive you by faith in the house of the Lord. You will grow in the house of your God. And the purpose of the Lord for sending you shall be fulfilled. Amen. You brought joy in our heart. The joy will continue. Amen. You brought peace in our heart. The peace will continue. Amen. As you grow in the Lord, you find solace. You find strength. You find direction. You gain wisdom in the house of the Lord. Your fish shall be planted in the house of God. Your path shall be established in the courts of God. This morning by faith, we will receive you as a gift of God. I will dedicate you to him today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. From today we declare you, you are a member of the household of God. And as you grow up, the Lord shall establish you. When you come to the age of accountability, you will choose the Lord. You will choose the Lord. For the seed of God is in your heart already. The word of God is in your heart already. Say, if the root is holy, then the Lord also shall be holy. Because your root is holy, we declare you also holy. And separated unto God. In the name of Jesus. Today we receive you and we dedicate you to the Lord as a child in the house of God. You will grow and be a blessing to your generation. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you this morning for the church. Lord, we know you are faithful. Lord, in particularly for those who are who have waited and are waiting for you as regards the blessing of a child. Lord, this only thing that no one can do is what only you can do. Father, I know in my heart, you've told me many times. I've written down many times, I've prayed many times, I have I have wept many times, I have prayed many times, not out of faithlessness, but out of my, my faith in you. And Lord, I thank you because we receive all our children. Amen. Church, we receive all our children. Amen. The wounds of every woman here will carry their child. Amen. Not by the words of men, but by the words of God. Amen. Doesn't matter what doctors say. Because in this we can know that there are words who know water when God speaks. Lord, today we stand on the integrity of your word and your holiness. Every womb in this church will carry their child. Amen. Lord, it shall come suddenly. It shall come miraculously. Amen. It shall come by your glory. Amen. And Lord, it shall come suddenly. Amen. It shall be done miraculously. Amen. And the glory will be yours. 
Lord, what you will do in the life of your children, it will, it will, not, it will not give man any room to take glory. Amen. Lord, when you do it, Lord, it will be said that this is the finger of God. Amen. It will be supernatural. Amen. And it will come. Amen. And we will rejoice. Amen. But Lord, one by faith, we will rejoice because we know you've done it. Sure this morning, can you rejoice and bless God? Follow me. You know, sometimes, sometimes I've learned from God. I've learned from God. Really, I've learned that. You know, sometimes when I pray, I, I we are tempted to wait until it happens. You don't rejoice. No. We rejoice because it has happened. You know, some some may think that uh, yeah, uh, you you've been rejoicing, you've been you've been you've been. No, it's not. It's not. We rejoice because He will do it. Because he has done it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It will come supernaturally. Amen. Everything he completes it. When he begins, everything he completes it. Yes. Thank you, Lord. See the Lord healing wounds this morning. You heal dead wounds. You heal it. New cells are growing. New cells are growing. The Lord is preparing those wounds to receive. Yes, Lord. And to come. <laughs> When it comes, no one will take glory to be to God. Receive this morning again one more time. Receive it this morning. Just trust God and thank Him for it. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you this morning. God bless you. Amen. 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 Praise God.
morning. Hallelujah. All the glory goes to him. But just like um, the man blind in the scriptures, they asked Jesus, who sinned? Is it the sin of a man that made him blind? Or the sin of his spirit that made it blind? And Jesus said, neither. This happened because of my glory. This happened because of God's glory. No man in the picture. No man in the picture. And one other thing that um, I personally drew from the testimony is that, that sometimes we go through some stuff. Yes, there will always, in a way, be a man. What I'm trying to say is that there will be a vessel through whom God will use. Now, you went through all that. Thank God you spoke to Pastor about it. Now, I'm not saying that many times we should always grow on to Pastor and begin to tell him our problems and all that and all that. But what I'm trying to say is this. That there are some times, there are some things you find yourself in you'll be somebody that you talk to that you confide in and through that person God's glory will be and because of that understanding God has made it like that because of that understanding even the person knows that it's not him it's God so the moment the person takes the glory it's between him and God but with that understanding, I know that we have a pastor that has that knowledge and understanding. So when you come to him and you tell him, this is this and this and this and this, God will do what he needs to do. And the glory will go to him. Amen. I was so blessed, so blessed with the message this morning. So blessed that, you know, I wish and I desire this kind of messages to come back to the churches again. Amen. Amen. I just want to quickly read two scriptures that came to mind while Pastor was ministering. Leviticus chapter 10, verse 1 and 2. Let me just and Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, each took a censer and put fire in it and put incense on it and offered strange and unholy fire before the Lord as he had not commanded them. The Lord did not command them. And there came forth fire from before the Lord and killed them. And they died before the Lord. Then Moses said, let me just read them. Then Moses said to Aaron, this is what the Lord meant when he said, I and my will, not their own, will be acknowledged as hallowed by those who come near me. And before all the people, I will be honored. And Ere said nothing. Ere didn't reply. Moses called Mishael and Elzaphan, sons of Uzziel, uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Come here, carry your brethren from before the sanctuary 
out of the camp. Now let me read Acts chapter 5. That was in the Old Testament. Let me read Acts chapter 5, verse 1. But a certain man named Ananias with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property, and with his wife's knowledge and connivance, he kept back and wrongfully appropriated some of the proceeds, bringing only a part and putting it at the feet of the apostles. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart that you should lie to, lie to and attempt to deceive the Holy Spirit? And should, in violation of your own promise, withdraw secretly and appropriate to your own use part of the price from the sale of the land. As long as it remained unsold, was it not still your own? And even after it was sold, was it not the money at your disposal and under your control? Why then is it that you have proposed and proposed in your heart to do this thing? How could you have the heart to do such a deed? You have not simply lied to men, playing false, and showing yourself utterly deceitful, but to God. But to God. I desire that men will come to this point where even to lie, lie, to lie. You know, some, some people lie and leak not. They've lied. They'll lie again. They lie and lick mouth. Even as small as to lie, lie. Holy God, holy. Now this, like this acts now is a lesson, even for husband and wife. That's something I used to tell my wife. If I am doing something and you join me, it's two of us. So, so you better just stand your own. And I stand my own because if you, you are two, you are doing it. Me, I will stand my own and say, no. So I went for what to strike you alone. You alone. Because yes. <laughs> you alone. Because when we get to heaven, we will all stand before God. Not as husband and wife. Ah, you know, in the The Bible says, without returning scripture to God, the Bible says we are one. <laughs> as one flesh. You alone. I will stand before him alone. You will, and my own will go. You will come, you will stand alone. You know, when we hear this kind of teaching every day, it corrects your head. It corrects your head. So that when you have a plan, like for instance, like you have a plan to do something evil, and you came to church, and you are here in church, then you are, ah! You reverse. You reverse. You hear it tomorrow again, this kind of thing. You reverse. Imagine you are reversing every day. You are reversing every day from your flesh and, and, and getting the gear to God. We will all be a better Christian every day. And we must be accountable to ourselves. Amen. Amen. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Our hearts full of joy. Your word has come this morning to rebuke, to correct, to exhort, to encourage us. Father, as we live this week, 
every day at home, in our place of work, in our compound, on the street, wherever we find ourselves, we will be conscious of His word. And we'll put them into practice. Jesus said in Luke account, chapter 6, verse 46, He said, Why do you call me Lord when you don't do what I say? I am your Lord and I have said this. Do it. Father, help us our inadequacies. Help our frailties that we may align yourself to your word and be able to practice actively everything that you have spoken because you are our Lord. We declare you as our Lord this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Those who are repenting, oh God, Father, Lord, they are repenting from their heart. But Lord, I pray that there shall be fruit of repentance in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Please, let's give uh, offering this morning. Let me quickly run through Um, We'll be meeting on Tuesday as usual online. And on Thursday, the prayer meeting on Saturday, 8 p.m. Then um, we have, I think two Sundays ago, Pastor announced that we should give towards our drum set, our instrument. So I just want to encourage us again, remind us again, people have been giving, but I just want to encourage us to give towards it. And I believe that God will give you this because he gives seed to the soul and bread to the eater. You know when God gives you the seed so that you sow it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, that, okay, and there's no discipleship clubs after the service today. So we can all go home, rest, refresh for the week. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm just seeing you for the first time. Amen. Business appreciate our sister and brother here. Praise the Lord. You're welcome to church this morning. Maybe you'll be wondering. Sometimes I don't. When the church do we want to say our first thing. I used to get that a lot. I know what will come next. So, I, okay, uh, the church at all You just see the expression. What's the name? Don't do the name. So let's I just just leave it like that. Let's leave it like that. Yes. So you are welcome. Uh, this is our pastor, Pastor Amos. You are welcome this morning. Somebody, I will see you just two minutes before you leave. Thank you and God bless us. Let's rise up to our Praise God. Just one minute before we pray. Um, I want to appreciate you, sir. And ma, I know you came for Brarotimi's dedication. We appreciate your coming. We love your smile. And then we, we love you, sir. God bless you. The Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. And stretch you and we appreciate this morning. God bless you. Um, before I we close this morning, um, Brahmachu is getting married in two weeks. Actually. In two weeks. Alright. Is 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 the the, the the traditional wedding is coming up in Untumfok. <laughs> The name is <laughs> Praise God. So they are traveling to Agarum State on the 25th um, for the general wedding and then the 
the court registry is coming up um, June of June. Okay, first day of June is the registry month, but the traditional one is coming up um, in two weeks. All right, is it three weeks now? Twenty fifth this month, this May. So, um, as our custom is, um, we will June twenty fifth. Okay, not May. Okay, it's June. Okay, there's a family. Okay. So, okay, let's let's just note that, all right? So, let's hear the date very clearly now, so we're, we're not confused, all right? What What is the date for the traditional wedding and what's the date for this? So, let, let's hear. It's okay? All right. The court wedding is happening on the first Saturday of um, June. Of June? Okay. And the traditional is 25th of June. 25th of June. Okay. It's good you, you say this, this essay again, so you don't confuse me or not confuse me. You don't want to give me before, actually confuse me, but now I'm clear now. So first of June and twenty fifth of June, first weekend, first weekend. So let's know that our hearts and I want us to to plan for them. And as our custom, I want everybody to give to them. Now I'm not saying give what you don't have. But let nobody do something and there is nothing from you. Even if it's one thousand naira, something must come from you to bless him. Brother Philip is getting married July 16th. Amen. So we are we are preparing. Okay. Thank God. Mr. Frank said we are ready. So we are following you. He said because we are ready for all of you. So we are we are very strong. So let's prepare our hearts and then prepare a gift as we pray for them and encourage them um in this um in this in this in this journey. So please see me this morning after service. Let's talk it um, quickly and on this matter. Praise God. Father, we thank you this morning. We rejoice at your word. We know this week we are entering is blessed because it's your week. Holy Father, we go in your name. We have the victory in your name. We have peace in your name. We are assured of protection in your name. And we'll find rest in you. May the Lord God bless you and keep you. May the Lord God make his face to shine upon you. The Lord will lift up his candles upon you this week. And you walk in the peace of God. He will cause the lines to fall for you in good places. He will cause your inheritance in him to be good. When people around you are saying there's a casting down. You will declare there's a lifting up. For the Lord will be your shield and your glory. And he will lift your head. You'll be strong in everything you do. For every task and assignment you are given in this week, you are accomplishing by God's wisdom. In the name of Jesus Christ. And this week as you go forth, you have testimonies. The Lord shall keep and guide you and protect you. Everything you require this week, the Lord will provide. By his grace and his mercy. You are kept, you are strengthened, and you are blessed. So it shall be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus this morning, the love of God, the of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Praise God. Now, in line with um, Bro Philip's wedding, he has a cloth um, um, for for us. If anybody um, is interested, I've told him I don't like wearing a cloth. So, what anybody who's interested in that, you're free to see him and then book for it, and then he will give you. Um, uh, but, but, but please don't use that as a password for us to enter. That Emma doesn't have to enter, please. All right, but 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 um, let's let's be um, 
uh, reminded that we'll have it and it's available so once you're available you can see him and he can um, um, give it to you so please see him at the service was interested um this is courtesy of Isho Lua um on his baby christening so let's have that as we go home this morning god bless you justin amen see you um on tuesday bible study let's be blessed amen